Last we left our heroes, you traveled from the verdant shores of Everbloom across the frigid expanse of ocean to the island of Cryonax Falls, the island being the slaying corpse of an elemental ice titan killed long ago by a lord of light of the Summer Queen's court. Upon your arrival, you found rough-hewn boats fit for giants to traverse the waters here. As you were investigating this uh, rising slope of ice and these boats around, a patrolling pair of frost giants made their way along the top of this expanse and happened to catch sight of something shifting amongst the boats. Upon investigation, uh, you sprang an attempt at arcane trickery, but were ultimately revealed and fell into battle with the beasts. Both of them were felled with a little issue from your party, but before they could be felled, one of their pair drew up a massive horn and blew it, alerting the island to intruders. Swiftly following these two, as they were felled, another patrol of three approached, and this time, with a little bit more prep on your side, you put into a surprise attack in which, utilizing your magic and ranged prowess, you clobbered the next three, nullifying their alert system, and with a wise use of silence, stopped them from alerting anybody further. Uh, In another few moments, these three lay dead beside their brethren, and you set off for the center of the island, the heart where you know the crow to be. At the base of a twisting rise of an icy neck, you rested and prepared for what lies beyond. Finally, time came to begin the trek up. Within the island, uh, however, mere steps from, uh, from this rise, Val drew out the bloodstone, and with one last check to spy on the crow, and verify that he was indeed close by, he attempted to destroy it. Two attempts of might and magic, but the deed was incomplete. However, with a bit of encouragement from new friends and a gentle touch from Alana, Val tried one last time. This time, a sense of power overcame the scene, and you watched as Val closed his hand on the stone and its form crumbled away, the blood that was his inside pooling and turning to gold, and then pooling and forming from the ground where it pooled and rose a long blade and hilt of a sword. The gold flaked away and beneath revealing a crystalline blade with a silver swirling guard and hilt in its place. Uh, Valentine pulled the blade free and brought forth the Lightbringer. With a renewed sense of pride and duty, the wild cards, the crow awaits you all. Holy shit, that is so cool. Oh, this? Oh my god, be careful with that thing. Wow. Okay. Um, you guys ready to keep going? Uh, you watch as both Dahlia and Nova have um, proud and contented smiles kind of across their face. Um you can see the kind of look of recognition and um, and, and pride. Um, and then just a, a hint, as Mary would probably be the only one to really pick up, a hint of loss just kind of masked within um, before nodding and saying, well, seems we're finally here. Are you ready? How do you guys carry swords like this? I'm used to it being so compact. Gotta like put it on my back or something. Typically you have a scabbard, but as this was scabbard. formed by blood and gold, um, we'll have to find you something. For now, uh, Nova kind of pulls off the belt in which uh, he has his scabbard 
um, and he hands it over to you. He says, this will suit you. You're giving me your sword too? I will keep my blade, but you can have it scabbard. Okay, thank you. Um, you, We're all now a lady of light, lords of light. I was thinking about us moving into the lion's den as we will. Um, Why don't us three go for the Dubkatha and well I guess we'll just have to see what it looks like when we get in there but if we try and focus on bringing him down and the rest focus on everything else let's just see what we got we will follow your lead Valentine also we've never done this right but I was thinking if one of us ends up as a giant ape we can try the fastball special plan again and the symbol for that will be pointing to a comrade and giving them the beckon. And then we can try the, to no success thus far, throw your ally across the battlefield. Yeah, what, what happened last time? Uh, I, threw, I threw Alana in the pits of hell into a fiery... Into an electric fence. ...wall, yeah, of like fire and death, and I think it knocked her unconscious, so yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> when did that happen? I don't remember that at all. I don't want to talk about it. It's a, it's a bad memory. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, that is indeed a risky tactic, but if uh, the time does arise for that to happen, at least having a signal will hopefully help. Um, hopefully you recall this in your transformed form. But mm. mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> as you say, I think much of this is going to rely on we don't know what we face in there in terms of terrain and in terms of numbers. We're still lowfully lacking some intel, but perhaps we can find it. We don't know how far in this all is, right? We didn't get a... Uh, Valentine did get... It was not terribly deep uh, and not terribly far. You get a pretty good range. The trouble being you get a range from like, you know, through walls and through terrain. Mm-hmm. You don't know, you know, how open it's going to be to traverse it. But it didn't seem like a number of hours. It seemed more in the range of like several minutes, maybe up to an hour. It's going to depend on the literal terrain. Right, but like as the crow flies, it's not like we're going to be in here for hours. No, it, very close. Okay. The other thing I forgot to mention last time, that Mind Flare has a, as I recall, the, a fight with my dad. He has like a blast effect. So just don't get too close to him. Don't group up. Don't let him eat your brains, Hondo. He can do I've it. never seen the Mind Flare before. What does this guy look like? Oof. Uh, looks like I imagine Hondo's father or mother would look like, and I think that was the confusion earlier. No, really? Yeah. It looks like I'm... Uh, I'm Weird, creepy thing with an octopus on his face. He's got things dangling off his face like this. Like that. Mm. They're very alien by nature. Just don't get close. What is their weakest point? Typically, they're... How do you defeat a mind The same way as anything else. If it bleeds, you can kill it. But they are incredibly intelligent and wise creatures. Um, Typically be wary of uh, the rays that they can uh, 
take control of your mind or at the very least disturb it. And yes, you do not want to be uh, incredibly close to these types of creatures. Um, but at range, and um, if you were to overpower it, you can certainly overpower a single one. It's, it's company it keeps that is going to also be a trouble. Mm. You know what? That's a really good point. I have a question. Please. Should we make a plan going in here? Like, if there's a bunch of guys around us, they're just annoying. Shouldn't we just shoot this mind flare guy if he's controlling them? We all just go for that guy? Yeah. Um, or like how we usually just go for everybody? Well, there's going to be, we think there's going to be a big giant daddy, a mind flare, and uncle. I'm sure there's some other people in there. But if me, Dal, and Nova go for my uncle, see where he is. Lav, I really think you should be ranged here. Um, helping with health, helping from range. Don't get too close to like any of these guys. I'm going to be doing the same thing. I don't want to fucking fight up front with any of these kids. Um, but then, yeah, fighters choose either giant or mind flare. Hondo, I know you're itching for a rematch with the mind flare, so I say you just fucking go for it. Oh, and Gorg just... I think he's reasonable. <laughs> That's not true. Uh, and Gord, if you just bring the fire and brimstone i think we'll be okay mind flare and i guess i guess your uncle as well they're quite the casters we're also gonna have to try to make sure hondo you might be good here too trying to get heavy hits on them is gonna help with distracting them um if they have a hold on someone that might stop it we'll just have to have to be flexible here unfortunately we don't have anything specific we don't know exactly what we're getting into look out for counter spells if somebody's used a counter spell maybe take those seconds to try and attack with something that they can't deflect but yeah i think i think we just got to see what we're up against first before we can make a better plan if and we know that both the mind flayer and your uncle have abilities that can potentially stun one of us make one of us useless or and we need to make sure that the rest of us help and figure that out because otherwise we're short that person and over and over and over again. And we do not, we can't be short someone. If there's anything on the other side, if there's anything anyone has to knock one of them out for at least just a couple seconds, that's going to help as well. And watch out for this scary place we're going into. They were literally trying to harvest a like elemental chaos creature's heart. So who knows how reactive it's going to be down there. No one has anything that can stop any of that kind of damage, right? Frigid damage or like what kind of damage? Well, and, and we know that you can make us pretty chilly. It's fucking freezing now. So I don't have anything, but I don't know if there's anything in terms of spells that'll help with that that any of us have access to. Dahlia says, uh, I actually can guarantee one of you um, some protection, but it does take some of my constant focus on it to maintain mm. um, but it's something I can do Maybe that's... will that drop the death ward you gave me sorry it's actually Nova who can do that so pretend that was a very <laughs> male <laughs> death uh, ward is in concentration death ward is not concentration okay, so great. it wouldn't matter but um, but it does take most of my concentration to maintain <laughs> this protection maybe that's something to hold on to in case someone ends up getting stuck in a situation where that's going to be a problem um i was thinking of of having if we have an inkling of us going into 
a moment uh, with the crow, I would pull out this on somebody close, someone who's going to be focusing on him. But we also have an untold number of frost giants who could bring some kind of cold damage to us. But we know that if this crow bears the ring of winter, he's going to be utilizing it. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's a good point, too. If there's anything we need to do to prepare, maybe not right this second, but soon, it's probably a good idea. I don't know how cramped it's going to be down there, but maybe your Pegasus shows up. Um, I don't really have any like buff spells. When we get lower, I'll inspire someone, and uh, we can just see where it goes from there. I've got my horn, but the only thing is, it will not be bravery, but it might be loud, and it might call people over. Do you want me to use it at the beginning? How long does your horn last? It lasts... One, nope, says one minute. Yeah, that would be one minute then. Length of a minute. It's kind of, I think it's intended as like the the start of combat or like when it it best suits in combat because that'll last for essentially like 10 rounds of combat. No, that's only a minute. Uh, But still, it's, yeah, uh, not necessarily something out of combat. It's certainly for combat. Yeah, maybe you can play it by ear, but maybe right off the top, depending on how they, who gets the hop first, that might be clutch just to protect us. <laughs> play it by ear. That's a horn. Good one. Are we going to be going into this swing right away? Or are we going to try to, I don't think we can sneak up on them with the mind player, but are we going to do our usual go in and Valentine tries to talk for five minutes and then it, it stops working thing? It could very well happen. It's typically what I end up doing by accident. Um, if you're going to do that, we should have a reason to distract them for a certain amount of time. My thing, I don't think that's going to help me with, with anything, watching someone. This I think specific our most situation is going to help. Yeah, I think our most important thing here is to go up. If the mind flow detects our thoughts, our element of surprise is ruined, but I think we just need to get out of the way of the land. Um... And then who's ever like closest to us, I guess, like maybe that's just who we focus on if we want to try and bring them down first, whether it's, yeah, I don't know. The un- My uncle also like was just fucking hopping around, teleporting, going invisible and shit. So like oh he's going to be a real pain in the ass to take down if we can't see him, if we have to wait for him to show up. And I mean, is it worth trying to send some someone or something in to get a lay of the land before the rest of us go in? Or we just risk that person setting things off early with no one else there? We don't have Jamichael prepared. Right, Hondo? You have all your weapons prepared, it, I think. It could. Uh, it wouldn't be an issue. I think oh, it would take, take like an, an hour. hour. <laughs> it would take you another short rest to lose a ten right, to something so and reattend. I'll do the rest. You guys go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> a classic hondo play. Yeah, you can pick up from our dead bodies, get our loot. <laughs> I say we go up, guys. Let's just go up. We must at least progress forward and get an idea of what it is we're facing. Yeah. Do we have you've done good work to to learn what it is we're facing, knowing that you're going to be facing a bunch of frost giants, knowing the abilities of the crow, and that you have a they have a mind flare on their side. We at least can prepare ourselves mentally if not physically for what we're about to face what's our escape plan i'll like swirl ethereus a bit um i feel like i might be able to titania blessed me with heartbreaker an ability to shift to another plane that's how i was able to get to hell 
I might be able to do something similar with this, but that's like your <clears throat> everything is going very, very bad escape plan. Dahlia just kind of nods and just says, I should hope that that is a, a last resort, um, that we are literally on death's door before we need to use that. I will also warn you, there's a large group of you here. Should you travel by these means in, in such haste, traveling from the Fey back to your home plane or any plane does have some trickery of time. You may be displaced for quite a while. There's a chance. So let's keep that as a very, very last minute backup plan. I think we'd all need to touch hands too. It's going to be a real fucking bitch if we ever have to try and do this. <laughs> let's just focus on staying alive. Fuck. Yeah, stay alive, please. <laughs> Alright, let's 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 fucking walk up this. Uh okay. You guys begin to follow up this uh there's like an obvious kind of trail up what looks like this this neck up this peak of ice and uh and snow that has been like heavily compacted, so it's not just a, a, a slippery uh, slide. There is easy way to travel this and you can see very obviously significant uh, imprints of rather large boots and long lines of dragged, uh, like, what looks like just straight sleds or boxes of some kind. Uh, You can see heavy grooves in the snow and ice uh, rising up this way. You begin to make the trek um, up this this rise. Um, And you can see it's, it's maybe couple hundred feet of kind of rising up and over uh, and on a direct straight run kind of swirls along like a, the ridge of a mountain line um, but as you kind of crest about midway, maybe about three quarters of the way uh, you can see this what looks like frozen jagged mouth mod face that um, is faintly uh, shadowed, you can see it opens, this mouth opens, and you can see a, the path kind of tunnels down within. Um, and you can see an obvious kind of descent from this upper portion. You're still about a quarter of the way towards it. Um, however, at this mouth, um, Valentine, Hondo, and Gord, you guys and my characters, but that doesn't matter, um, make out the not necessarily a shadow, but um, you can make out the faint shape of a giant kind of sat with his back against the wall, kind of the inside of the mouth, um, kind of leaning against the back wall. You can see just kind of faintly shadowed by the the mouth itself. Is he alive? You just see him sitting there. You see a giant shape sitting there. Can we try and stealth up? Hano, maybe if you want to stealth up, not to murder him, but just to see if he's alive? I guess I can. If he has a horn, steal it. They're uh, rather large, just keep it in mind. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> forgot about that. Uh, so Hano's taking point. Eight plus what? Stealth check. Uh, 
15, so that's uh, 23. 23. Kevin's math skills never cease to amaze me. Takes me so long. Um, you begin to make your way, uh, just keeping real close to the edge of this now kind of, uh, you can see like the flare up of, of ice and just like these jagged sides to this pass that you can make your way up that is kind of forming this like neck. And about 30 feet from this mouth, you can see the shape of this figure and you can see um, it's gently kind of, it's, it's, you know, it's moving. It's not dead. You can make that out immediately. But it seems sleeping. There's a, a low rumbling. Is, is there a horn? Uh, make a perception check. <laughs> and my perception. That was a two for the listener. 12, so 14. Not bad. From this distance, it's difficult to make out. Um, but you can see this massive giant is sat and is is sleeping his head kind of tilted back against the the ice and is just loudly kind of snoring and as you slowly creep forward you can hear the sound is kind of echoing around in this mouth um you can also see uh half like it's it's one arm is up and over and kind of cradling this barrel that is kind of is half sat in its lap and it just I'm going to um, oh boy. Oh boy. stab it in the neck. <laughs> okay. Oh. Thank God. We stealth. <laughs> we try some magic. <laughs> We're how far back are we? Uh, you guys are about sixty feet back. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, sixty feet back. As Hondo, you you watch as Hondo creeps up and out of. Oh Oh my God! This fucking guy. (laughs) Most of everyone's everyone's uh, sight. The only ones who can still make out Hondo are Valentine and Gord, Um, and you kind of just see him just slip away into a bit of shadow as Hondo just quietly draws what blade? Uh, Whisper. Draws whisper gets real close on this guy and he's just perfectly a head back like neck exposed roll damage uh, uh, we all we all yelled because kevin rolled a deep or a natural, roll natural 20, 20. Yeah. yeah yeah just for yeah. the listener they can't see these things uh, roll damage all right so sorry whisper my lord whisper is uh, 1d4 plus 7 but with i guess sneak attack i would get you also get, yeah, you get your 5d6 sneak attack. You get the extra psychic damage that is with Whisper. So I think it's 3d4, 5d6, um, all doubled. And so then cool. I think there's a, isn't there on a crit? There's Plus like an eff- Yeah, but there's, on, there's an effect that Whisper has uh, when you roll a 20. Oh, uh, okay. Let me look at that. Oh, yes. Steal its soul. I think it's a fear effect, but I'm not sure. Is it, when so you, is it psychic blade? Would that be it? No, that's your bardic thing. It's oh, in, cool. like if you click in whisper oh, okay. on, on your equipment uh, or anywhere, it should give you the breakdown of like what it is. I can pull it up if you want. I'm, I see dreadful strike when a creature is struck with a critical hit from whisper. Mm-hmm. The target must make a DC 15 wisdom saving throw or become frightened of the welder for one minute. Okay. 
he did fail that, but let's see how much damage he rolled to see if he's still alive to fail that. Very likely he is, but you did crit with full sneak and everything. So, 5d6, 3d4, doubled, plus 7. Okay, so then it is... Not your best roll. Wow. One, one, two, three, <laughs> four, two, three, four. So 20. So, so double to 40. And then seven. So 47 points of damage. I'll do it here. <laughs> are you are you standing on him? Like, how, how do you... <laughs> I'm right in front of him and I've just gone... <laughs> You have enough space to, to like, kind of stand, maybe not directly in front, because he would be kind of leaning back and, like, big gut and, like, legs out. So off to the side, and you just jab right up into the carotid. Um, as you do, immediately the giant wakes up and is just terrored, and he just... And just, like, swipes out at you with, like, a backhand hit. Uh, I'm going to roll at disadvantage... Obviously, because he's afraid, but also because he's just waking up. Woken up. Did he just stab it? Mary, did he just fucking stab it back? It's only a 12, so Kev, you're able to duck beneath. uh, But I'm going to need you to roll initiative real quick. Okay. Are you fucking (laughs) kidding me? I think he stabbed him. I'm going to start running. (laughs) I was like, if we're going to end this campaign, I'm going out my life. Uh,. That's a two on the dice, folks, for our initiative. Twos are 20s. Twos and 20s, oh, baby. My initiative is 12. Uh, 12 for you. That is only an eight for him. So you're <laughs> still first. Roll? Should we roll back here? So far, you are the only one that's noticed, and you mentioned to Mary. I will say, oh, he fucking, he's fighting the guy. I think we should go. Okay, everyone roll initiative then. Fuck. <laughs> 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 God, I wasted good initiative on this bullshit. Yeah, so did I. not going to get this later. <laughs> I rolled a 19. I'm not going to get that again. <laughs> yep, two for this kid. Sorry to ruin that surprise laugh. Uh, I got a um, natural 20. And next fight, we'll all roll below 10. Guys, no high spells. No high spells here. Use all your high spells. Just nope, save them. Waste everything you got. Fireballs for days. Uh, okay, so uh, Allie, what'd you get? Natural twenty. So it's just what, like with with your initiative. Oh, uh, twenty-one. Okay, uh, Mary. Sorry, I was silent. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Wow, Gord. Sixteen. Val. Twenty. Uh, Lav. Two. Plus. I guess plus three, right? Yeah. Yeah, five. Uh, Dahlia. And Nova. Uh, okay, so I am going to give Kevin the first round now before even anybody else gets a chance to go um, as this was a one-on-one thing that everyone rolls into. So essentially, Kevin, you get like a, a surprise round on this creature. Yeah. Uh, so go first, and then we'll run down initiative. Okay, so I've dodged it, and now I will... Um, am I close enough where I could stab it again, or am I... You're still right beside him. All right. You're still I'm on gonna, I'm going to... He's I'm, still prone, actually. You still have an uh, advantage. Oh, 
perfect. Am, am I able to go behind him and then stab him? Or, or uh, he's leaned against the wall, so okay. you can't quite get behind him. You can get on either side and technically in front, though he's rather large from the front. I'll stay where I am and I'll, I'll throw a stab at him again. Okay, uh, so at, at advantage. Uh, so 15 first roll. Uh, roll again to see if you get another crit, because that'd be crazy. But that will okay. hit. 16. You'll definitely hit. So roll damage. We'll never see these rolls again. <laughs> this, is not, this is not sneakers. It's so sneak. Um, you have advantage. So I'm... Yeah, you're still sneak because actually you're a swashbuckler. So you get advantage for being one-on-one. Right. Or you have a, a sneak. So yes. Same thing as the, your last roll, essentially. Just not uh, doubled. It's even worse. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so 18 oh, buddy. plus 7, 25 points. No doubling, right? Not on this one, unfortunately. Not a crit. Uh, that's your action. As you just stab in the same spot and just like slice down. So like you can now see just gouts of blood quickly flowing uh, along the beneath the beard and staining <clears throat> the underside of this white beard. Uh, and now kind of pouring over Patrick Armour as he's beginning to try and pull himself up uh, and like shake his head free, but is also trying to like slide away from you it's weird to see this massive creature so afraid of such a small one but that's your action um, um is he so he's, you said he's reaching for like trying to reach for his sword right he's just trying to get up and get out of there right okay. now uh i'm gonna take a few steps back so he's not within range of me if he swings uh, around okay are you disengaging or just moving just moving okay uh, then he is going to take a swipe at you without his blade, just literally just backhand you uh, at disadvantage because he is afraid of you. Ooh. Uh, actually, that might hit. Uh, 25. That will hit. That'll hit. Uh, so you take... That's with disadvantage? Yeah. <laughs> and he's going to be strong. Yeah, that was really high as well. Uh, you take seven points of bludgeoning damage as he just literally is just trying to scrabble away. And as you move out of his uh, out of the way, he just like swipes back with his hand as he picks himself up. Um, is that the end of your turn? Uh, wait, did I need? I didn't do a bonus action. No, if you want to use it, go nuts. Uh, I'm gonna stab him with another dagger. So you're gonna move back into range to stab him. <laughs> oh no, this time I'll throw. I will I won't go in range, I'll throw. Okay. Sure. Throw your attack. Alright. Let me just get these gone and It is a fourteen and uh, if it's my blink dagger, it will be plus ten. It'll hit. Roll damage. Uh so no sneak on this because you've already already rolled your sneak attack. Um so yeah, just one D four plus Five. So eight points of damage. Uh, definitely, you can see the blood gushing now, and your blink dagger pierces in, uh, finding a, a clean purchase kind of in the in between the shoulder right here, uh, and just embeds immediately into his blue flesh. Uh, as how far back do you want to move away? Uh, maybe ten feet. Okay, you got it. Uh, so that's going to end the surprise round that you get out of this initiative then we'll roll into actual initiative now the whole party you're roughly 60 to 75 ish feet with your whole group kind of in this you know scattered uh, array uh, away from this encounter that's happening within the mouth of this uh, mountain as Mary you're up first as Valentine makes note that oh he just killed he just stabbed that guy 
So oh yeah, they I, fighting. Great. Uh, I'll start running. Okay. Bonus action dash. Okay. Um, so I'm within what 15 feet of this guy. Uh, you were 65 feet, we'll say. Okay, so I can get 60 feet. Okay. But I'm not going to get all that way because there's no point being five feet away from him. Um, how narrow are these halls? Uh, you don't see down the hall yet. This kind of like channel, this like rising path, it's pretty wide. It's like like 25 feet wide. Okay, so I don't have to worry about like... There's plenty of room. Being in, in the way for someone else to run by. Okay. If not it's- carved by these giants, giants are making passage through here. Okay, so I will go until I can see him and he's in range. So, as he is still prone, uh, you have disadvantage. Yeah. Um, I, I can't get to him otherwise, so. No, I'm just, I'm just saying he's still not fully <laughs> up yet. He's in the process of getting up, so you have disadvantage on range attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're kind of having, it's kind of coming up on a rise, and they're kind of within this mouth, kind of tucked back. So you're stopping short and then kind of shooting up and arcing in at a, at a prone target. So you have disadvantage, but you can still take your shot. Sure. Oh, I rolled a 19 and a 17. I'm definitely going to roll like shit when we get into the actual game. <laughs> so that's a 29 to, or 27 to hit. Uh, Hondo's not right up on him anymore. Hondo has moved back. God damn it, Hondo. You should have stayed there. Then I would have got sneak attack. Okay. You win some, you lose some. <laughs> well, I rolled max damage, so that's 15 points of damage. Uh, 15 points of damage. And second arrow. I rolled a 17 and a 16. That hits. <laughs> so 26. Honda, what have you done? <laughs> this was We're wasting... Oh, I only rolled a 1 on the damage. Well, that. you're so killing one of your foes. 8 points He's... of damage. Get those low rolls out of the way. Eight this points on your second? I thought you said you rolled a one. Yeah, I rolled I rolled a one, and I have a plus... Oh, you have the uh, bracers. Yeah, I have a plus seven. Yeah, yeah, I was like, how did you get seven? Your dex is five, but you have the bracers of archers. Yeah, that gives me a plus two to damage. Sorry, so eight points on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hondo, as you back away from this uh, creature who's still struggling to get to his feet, slipping on the ice, and now you can see the barrel uh, is kind of falling. You can see this dark... Uh, purpley red liquid begin to kind of spill out across the snow and ice now mixing in with the dark purple and red blood seeping from his neck. Two arrows <laughs> slam into his chest and he just <laughs> as he's trying to get up. Mary, the ends your yeah. turn unless you have a bonus. No, it's already oh, dash. dash. That's right. And Hado turns around if he looks at me. I'm just gonna give him like the most disapproving mom glare. <laughs> like just disappointed. He does not look, I don't think. <laughs> No. Uh, But that's going to end your turn. Allie, you are, uh, I'm going to say, 70 feet from the fight. As we were about 60 back, you were not specifically out front. So we'll say you're 70 feet from the fight. What do you do? Um, So I obviously see them. Yeah, okay. I will uh, get up to them as close as I can, I guess, and just go... All right, I guess we're doing this. <laughs> uh, if you use your action to dash, you can get within uh, 10 feet, but still not quite on them. Uh, but you can move 60 with your action. Okay, uh, I will do that then. Okay, you get, you're get just chugging along, charging through snow and ice, trying to get up to this encounter. Uh, but unfortunately, you do not get within uh, 
striking distance um, with your without using your action to get close. Uh, you still have a bonus if you want to use that. Uh, no, I'm good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. uh, takes us to Val as you watch Hondo. Yeah, I will um, just like take to the air on Fern. Okay. Get a little closer, maybe like half that distance, and then I'll just fire three Eldritch Blasts down on this guy. Uh, all with disadvantage. Why is that? Because he's low. Because he's like kneeled he's down. Prone. Okay, that's no worries. Range attacks have disadvantage on prone targets. Uh, that's the lowest. Is a sorry, scrolling. I think it's a hit. It's yeah, tw- twenty-two is lowest on the first one. Nineteen mm-hmm. uh, is lowest on the second one. Six. And fourteen is lowest on the last one. That one misses. Then this is three plus eight is eleven plus ten. Twenty-one. Why plus five eight? for each? Five for each. Uh, one was an eight. One was a three. That's eleven. Gotcha. I just did it really weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry. Total again. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Uh, looking like he he's now scrabbling to like try and stand and is getting pummeled and two of these strikes hit one just hits into the back of the ice and just carves away a small little splatter of eldritch energy um but unfortunately not getting the killing blow uh and you're not very high up because as you fly up the mouth is kind of over top of where they're mm. inside so you're maybe about 10 feet up from the ground and still back about 30 to kind of keep in line for a straight shot. That makes sense. Uh, but that's going to end your turn, unless you want to do anything with a bonus? Uh, n- no. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, takes us to Gord. Gord, you are going to say, always in the back of the group, therefore you're about 75 feet from the encounter. I'll run up. Okay. Go break chains. You can get within 45 feet with your regular movement. Actually, if you feel an agility, uh, I forget what that does. You haven't used it in a while, but I think you can... How does feline agility work? I think it just doubles the speed. Yeah, I don't think it's an action. I think you just can. It doubles so, the speed until you stop moving? Yeah, I double my speed until the end of my turn. So you can get to 60. You can get within 15 feet of the creature using just your movement. Soulbreaker chains, let's do it. I think you're out of range at 15 feet. I think your range of your chains are 10. You need five more feet. Let's do some Eldred's Blast then. Go ahead. Uh, roll three attacks, but they have disadvantage. So roll twice, take the lower. A d20. Yep, d20. You launch them out of your chains. Just fucking Ooh, swing cool. in your chains. That'd be cool. First roll is a six. Okay. Second roll is 17. So we take the six. What's your spell attack modifier? Uh, Should be at the top of your spell page beside your spell save DC. Should be a 10 or an 11, I think. Five? Or sorry, 11. 11? Yep. Yep, so 17 on the first one. That hits. Nice. So D10. Oh, fuck. I rolled a D20. <laughs> Just one D10? Yep. For each each of these, they're going to be a D10. That's a nine. Okay. Nice. 
one of these, uh, Hondo, you watch two pinkish purple, uh, unless Valentine changes up his coloring now, uh, strike into this creature, and then a second of a darker hue hit the creature. Gord, you can roll your second and third strikes. Five and three. Uh, so 14 will be your second one. That's going to miss. So then roll uh, another two d20s. Kyle, shake your hand at this goddamn camera to get in focus. There we go. <laughs> Six. Okay. And 16. Okay, so the 6 will hit uh, with a 17 total. Uh, so roll another d10. Try and finish off these last couple of hit points. 5. That'll do it. With the last two Eldritch Blasts slamming in the same way Valentine did, just back-to-back, two uh, of these dark-colored blasts of energy hit this creature as one kind of scatters off against the ice uh, wall. And without even ever being able to pull himself up onto his feet, the creature just (laughs) falls prone and dead. Lavender is pissed that she didn't get to join in on the fun. She like runs up behind everyone. She's like, ah, and then she's like, oh, no, no, no. We need to cauterize that wound. And she just fires a firebolt into his neck and just hopefully sears the wound shut. It's like one single crystal and it goes. It does indeed uh, cover up the wound of this dead creature. Well, thank God. <laughs> okay, I'll fly down. Hondo, Hondo. What are, we, what are we doing out here? I wanted to see what was in the uh, barrel and, uh, you know... It's and one- this was the choice? <laughs> it's one less guy to deal with, okay? You know? <sighs> yeah, I kind of agree. I mean... No, I'm done. I mean, come on. I think it's just I value communication in this relationship. I feel like sometimes you keep things from me. Well, you know, sometimes good leaders, they just take it upon themselves. And uh, that's what I did. I guess so. So what's in this crate? Why don't we find out what's in this fucking crate? I bet it's a body, a head, something magical, you know, something good. It's not just purple goo. You can, uh, you're, you're pretty close to it now, and, and though liquid is pouring out and mixing with the blood, uh, you can get a very strong scent of uh, wine pouring out of this. Wine? I take These a- bitches partying tonight? You take a sip. Oh my God, and we taught you nothing. I was just about to say don't taste it. <laughs> it's like, it's fallen on its side, and the, and the giant has crushed most of the barrel, so like it's just kind of all over the ground now, mm. and mixing in with this. <laughs> blood that was there, though initially caught, uh, now caught her, I swear. You know, I'm not even surprised anymore by any... <laughs> I know! Any of this shit. Not shocked. I feel bad for Dal and Nova that we just so... They just witnessed our lack of... Oh, fuck it. Let's just... Tr- truthfully, I actually side with Hondo in this uh, situation. You found a lone target and you eliminated him in relatively quick fashion. It, truthfully... There's no call for backup, and we have eliminated one of our potential uh, combatants later on. To be fair, I was talking about Hondo drinking mysterious liquids, but yeah, that too, I guess. 
I also. Yeah, I was just talking about him going rogue. I assume um, we were talking about they're going rogue. Drinking of wine is never frowned upon, in my opinion. Why don't you and fucking Hondo hang out sometime, man? You seem to like this guy so much. I'm going to start uh, looking at the giant. <laughs> um, you can look over the giant, but all of you, as you are now kind of within the maw of this open cavern, um, the space here is about 20 feet uh, around in this kind of open space, but there is a descending path into uh, pitch black, essentially, that descends uh, out of all of your vision, um, basically to the, to the right of this path, of this entrance. Um, but you can investigate the giant if you want. Wait, where'd my d20 go? Oh, I put it back. Man, all the good rolls right now. They're all going to go to hell. Uh, it's a 28. Uh, okay. You quickly begin to kind of slog your way through the wine-soaked and blood-soaked snow around this giant um, and just start padding through pockets and little things like that. And you find um, the pockets are rather large and hold an entire, like, um, hock of ham, like a full leg of a, mm. of a pig. And it's frigidly frozen solid. But you can cool. see large bite marks around uh, around one edge of it. Um, you don't pull it free entirely. You just manage to see what it is. Um, you find the giant's uh, axe kind of sat to the side that he never managed to grab hold of, but far too large for any of your, your group to, to hold. Um, and you do find a, a horn, though now it is kind of shattered beneath the fallen creature. Uh, you see the remnants of a horn. Um, that would have been too large, really, to be utilized. But hmm. unfortunately, you don't really find much else on the on the creature's person. This guy wasn't carrying anything useful to us. You did kill. Doesn't seem it. Move on. Okay. Yeah, we made that was pretty quiet. Why don't we try and be a little continue to be stealthy and move into this cave? Right. Follow me. Okay. I just I make that face to Mary. I just make the face to Mary. At this point, then I would like everyone's actual um, stealth. Uh, I was stealth, order? yes, but order. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the right word for order. <laughs> well, I'm one. Hondo's out front. We know that much. Hondo is V one. I will. I will be going. 20 feet behind Hondo. Okay. Uh, Nova will follow your lead then and stand with you, Val. Mm, now he's my friend. That's great. Nova and Val. Is, are you riding Fern or is Fern with you? What's the ceiling like? Like if I'm on Fern, what's my headroom like? So you look down this tunnel and you see it begin to descend and it becomes difficult to make out how it's going to look going forward. Uh, at this 
outset here, it's about 20 feet kind of in circumference. You're, you're, or, yeah, in, in all directions. Um, so like you guys can stand easily like three abreast comfortably, but two abreast just for ease of, uh, organization would be better for me, uh, unless you really need to. And you do have aerial that you could move around, but like I say, it descends immediately away about like 30, well, your your range is about 60 feet of dark vision. It descends just beyond there and you can see it kind of continually slope away and you're not sure if it tightens at that point or beyond. I'll just stay mounted. I won't be flying, though. I'll stay on the ground mounted. Okay. So and then Val, just let me know if the ceiling gets low and readjust from there. 100%. Uh, Nova with Val and Fern. Okay. Hondo is 20 feet ahead. Behind Nova and Val. I can go if you want. Keep in the middle, kind of in front of everyone else, but behind you guys. Okay. Uh, Dahlia will go with you, Ellie. Okay behind them i'll go right behind them <laughs> you next to brawley because so i'm scared <laughs> you gonna hold brawley's hand during all this well lavender admittedly won't be able to see so lavender is as, going as in we're, complete darkness as Aww. we're walking in though i turn her though it's nice to have you here beside me <laughs> it's nice to be here beside you what's <laughs> 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 happening <laughs> Uh, Mary and Gord? Uh, I guess behind them. Okay. Gord, you take the rear? Yep. Okay. Uh, so, everyone but Lav uh, has dark vision. Uh, so, Lav is going to be presumably pretty close on Allie using Allie's dark vision and just following along through that. I'm literally, like, standing behind her <laughs> with my arms stretched out like a boy at a high school dance. <laughs> Saving space for Jesus. Perfect. And for but Titania. <laughs> the all-father, Titania, Orcus. Yeah. Gotta save space for them all. Gotta save space for them all. Bahamut. Perfectly, that's about the height of her shoulders. So that yep. works out it's pretty perfect. well. It's <laughs> perfect. Uh, okay. Uh, let's get everyone to make stealth checks. Let's go, guys. Woo! I move past without a trace. Yes! Natural 20. What? Oh, my God, why? Oh, that's I'm never going to roll another Just good waste roll. them all. I Man. know. Fuck! <laughs> no, just keep getting them. I'm so stressed. You can just call out your, your numbers. Go ahead. 12. Also, Fern. 30. Uh, Honda, what's 24. your 24. 26. Okay. Pass without a trace is plus 10, right? We don't, oh, you don't, don't have, have POT. Leo was oh. just saying she misses P-W-T. having pass without a trace. Oh, 13. Okay. Uh, Gord? 14. Can I cast one with shadows also? Uh, I think that breaks as soon as you move, right? Yeah, I just mean from when we're not. If, yeah, if, if you want to say as soon as you guys stop, that's fine with me. But, like, you guys are going to be walking for for a second here so uh when you guys stop i will mentally note that you are invisible at the moment um my guys are okay fern rolled a 12 He's actually- um when we short rested does fern have like hit dice that he could have used uh yeah for sure okay great i'm just gonna bring him up to full then yeah i would say just let's just say he has zero now but he's full health perfect because i don't know what they are 
Uh, it should actually say where his, his health is. It should say like a number with a D8 typically, but I might have just not put it on the... Oh, yeah, it does. Eight. Eight yeah. of them. Cool. Yeah. So let's just say he used... I don't know where he was at. Was he low? He wasn't that low. Let's say like four or five is good. Okay. Yeah. I thought he was like at death's door or something. If he's just low, yeah, let's just say half then. Okay. Uh, all of you rolled pretty average. A couple of really good rolls helping out the group. Uh, but Hondo at the forefront uh, with dark vision is going to be very helpful. As you begin to progress down this uh, dark cavern, though kind of eerily lit through the ice, you can see this kind of faint light is kind of just always pervasive through this kind of like, it's like constantly like pockmarked like waves of ice uh, all, all around, even the floor, though the floor has been a little bit more pulverized uh, by passage of either these giants or time, you're not sure. Um, but it is, it, it's, it's eerie and beautiful, these, these walls, these cavernous walls uh, of perfectly clean ice. Um, but for those of you who can see it, Lavender, unfortunately, you're just kind of traveling down into a dark, cold tunnel. Uh, but you're holding on to Ali, so you feel good. Um, <laughs> Hondo out front. The path ahead of you begins to slope at a rather drastic pace. Um, and about 60, 70 feet down this tunnel. Um, make a perception check for me. I just found the spookiest music and Amanda just reacted to it. <laughs> Hondo uh, rolled a 16 for the listener. Plus a lot, I know, for his perception. <laughs> uh, 28. Yeah. Um, you can see on either side of the wall, heavy um, like spikes of metal have been jammed into either side of the wall with a hook on the end. And you can see big, thick rope uh, has been tied around and kind of trails down either side of the wall down what looks like a rel- relatively steep decline. Um, not straight down by any means, but just more steep and sharper than uh, you've been traveling thus far. Um, at the very least, it seems these giants required some aid in making sure they didn't slip and fall the whole way down. Hmm. <laughs> what do you do? Well, I warn everyone, it's gonna get slippery. But I continue down. Are you going to take the rope or just walk? Oh, I'll take the rope, yeah. Okay. Uh, using the rope, uh, it's still at, a, at a, a, a slope. You're not going straight down. Uh, but immediately you can feel the ice beneath you slicker. Um, and uh, you can you hold the rope to try and like aid your passage. And about 10 feet along, uh, make a dexterity saving throw for me. With advantage. Sixteen. You have advantage, but sixteen is real good. Seventeen. Even better. 
your feet okay. slide out from you for just a bare moment, but you immediately pull your feet back in and hold yourself steady as you begin to continue about 20 feet ahead of everybody. This is, it's about a 30-foot expanse of rather slippery ice, um, and you reach the end where you see another pike has been slammed into the wall here uh, and more comfortable ground uh, is found by you. Though everyone behind, uh, starting with Nova, Val, and Fern, you see the uh, this ice slippery way ahead of you uh, with about 20 feet of ceiling still, so you can still manage to fly above it, Valentine, uh, on Fern. I'll, seeing Hondo like carefully move through that, I think I'll turn to Brawley and Lav and be like, just, it looks really, really slippy ahead. Lav, do you want to come on Fern and we can just fly you across? Yes. Because I cannot see anything. If it's slippery, I'm going to slip and fall. That's right. I don't know if there's like a cavern beneath here. All here is dripping. I heard a stone over there. Is that a squirrel? Are there squirrels in the silent? I don't know. You don't need to justify like I was offering. I would like to be on Fern now. Okay, I'm getting very nervous. Irate tone begin to kind of echo <laughs> off of the pockmarked ice. Hondo, you can quiet. just faintly hear Lavender arguing above. <laughs> but nonetheless, you guys are able to easily traverse this now flying. Uh, though the rest of you, I need dexterity saving throws with advantage. It's always funny to see a facial reaction and be like, is it a good one or a bad one? <laughs> like, for all these right now. <laughs> Allie? Me! Hey. Yes. Mary? 17. Yep. Yeah. And Gord? 12. Okay. Um, everyone begins to very slowly, the whole pace of the group begins to slow down as you, uh, using this rope, uh, to, to aid your group, begin to make your way down this uh, expanse of about 30, 40, 30 feet of, of rather slippery ice. Val and Lav, you guys land comfortably on the other side, though, Lav, it's still difficult for you to make anything out. It's still pitch black here. Though, Stop. Stop. you can see uh, a faint light um, kind of around a curve of the ice. You can see this kind of flicker of flame that kind of flickers through the ice. You can see it kind of almost like a... Um, carnival mirror house it's kind of in all of the Oof. ice at once uh not giving you a direct idea but it is often a curve to the left um the three of you can see that while the rest of your group is kind of making their way comfortably and and easily down this icy slope um Gord, at the very back, you do lose purchase for a moment, uh, but as you are behind, you just slip down the last couple of feet, uh, and you do kind of back up into Mary and almost knock Mary off uh, her balance, but the two of you just kind of tumble for a moment, but are safe enough. Hondo, do you want to scooch forward a bit more and see what that light is? Sure. And I, I'll just... Wait, wait, wait. wait. On a bit. Wait, wait, wait. If there's anyone there, please don't stab them, though, okay? Just maybe earing it. We can talk about it. Only if they're not sleeping. <laughs> so I'll slide down a bit. Okay. You see the this kind of curve uh, goes around, and it everyone loses sight of Hondo as he kind of begins to progress forward. It goes about 30 feet around a curve, and then uh, there's a little bit of a break. Um at about another another 20 feet ahead, so about 50 feet from the rest of the group. 
there's a break in the ice on the right side. Um, and you can see, however, this tunnel that you're in does continue and curve further down to the left, but there is a break on the right. And on this right break, in, there's like an open cavity in the wall. Um, you can see from within the flicker of flame. And as you get within about 15 feet, as you're making your way close, still carrying your stealth forward, um, you hear... Oh, fuck. You hear several sleeping sleeping giants. Who has silence? None of you else hear this, Jess Hondo. Oh. You're about 15 feet from this break in the wall where you can tell the sound is coming from. And you can see, as I said, this curve does continue and down into the left. Uh, What do you do? This is uh, this is ten. Wait, so if I, so, there's a break where I'm hearing this, and then I and then it just keeps going. There is the this path that you are on does continue forward, and you can see with your dark vision uh, beyond this break in the wall, it continues about another twenty feet, and then continues to curve, and it dips away, and you can no longer see down this path forward. Um, but there's about a twenty foot opening on the right side that there's a, another room, a cavity, some kind. And you can't even make out visual yet uh, of any giants or anything like that. But you do hear several different snoring voices or uh, they're not voices, but sounds. Okay, I'm going to go up to the entrance and I'm going to look inside. I'm not going to say anything. That's Perfect. fair. That's fair. Start with, uh, I'm going to have now at this point, another stealth check, still at advantage. Okay. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Uh, 16. It's good. You still have advantage, but that's very good. Okay. And a twenty just to get them all out of the way. Nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> you thank God. We'll never see these again. <laughs> You're so good. You're so good. Don't worry about it. Um, you very quietly creep this fifteen feet, and now make a perception check for me. Um, you creep this fifteen feet close making sure that you are, are low and quiet as you just peer around the corner of what looks like, as you get close, broken ice that has been physically chipped and, and chucked away to uh, progress forward here. So make a perception check. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. Nice natural one on the dice. There we go. My perception is... Uh, you love to see oh, it. So thank you. Uh, you look in, uh, and there is there's a faint flicker of flame. You can see there is um, what look uh, there are just two uh, essentially like pikes at either edge on the inside of this room that are lit with faint flickering flame. Um, the sound of, of snoring does grow louder, but you can only make out uh, a faint shape a little further in, about twenty feet inside this this room. Uh, just, it looks kind of just like a big pile of snow and ice. You just see one big lump of shit. You're not sure exactly what it is oh. yet. So they're like 20 feet back still, right? They are actually, what did I say? You guys are about 30, 40 feet back at this okay, point. Okay, so I have time to quickly go in, look, and come out. I'm not going to go all the way in. I just go enough to see if I can see From- more. From the 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 wording I heard from you guys was Hondo go check it out and everyone else was gonna stay put. 
That was what I understood. So no one else is progressing forward. They're waiting on your word. So, so I will. I'll go in, on, I'll go in enough where I can see what I'm looking at. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I just saw that. Uh, Honda, you begin to creep forward. I'll carry your your stealth forward because you didn't. You only went 15 feet. You creep a little bit closer, further into this room, just beyond the two braziers, uh, not braziers, but pikes of fire, uh, and into the room proper. About on either side, there's like a, a tunnel essentially of what this uh, this hall to get into this room is uh, about ten feet long, and you press in and you can see uh, there are in fact three large piles of snow that have essentially been dug down and away into these small pits, and they've just kind of created this pile up and around of snow and ice and laying within each of these three kind of all around the room are big massive blue skinned frost giants um, they are all kind of wearing their patchwork armors um, but that you do see now there are three creatures in this room you also see um, there is a opening in the wall almost directly across this room of I think it's maybe 60 feet across and there's uh, another pathway beyond. Oh, fuck. <laughs> we have to stealth through this shit. It's going to be great. <laughs> uh, well, this is only one way though, right? Like, you, yeah, good point. You can still go out and continue on the way we were, right? You've seen, you've seen a path maybe. that does continue and down and this new path that comes through this, uh, Trio of sleeping giants. This is a tough one. What I'm going to get. <laughs> what did you say? You're gonna what? He hasn't done anything yet. He has to... <laughs> Go ahead, Kevin. No, I'm just. I'm, I'm hypothesizing that the room with the giants. Um, they might be digging the tunnel. Hence the snow. So. I'm wondering if it's just going to be a dead end eventually. From DM description, Kyle, you can collect correct if I'm wrong. I interpret it like they dug these cute little holes for themselves to sleep in, like a little husky. There are... Uh, the, the, the initial snow and ice that is around each of them looks like it's been dug down into to form a little bed of, of snow and ice that they're laying down within. But... Uh you do see there is large piles of snow and ice. Big chunks of ice have been pulled away and kind of piled against the sides of the further tunnel ahead. Mm-hmm. You can see that it has been excavated forward. Okay. I decide I'm going to go further into this tunnel and investigate. Okay. Make a stealth chunk. Just straight roll. Alright. Boom. Ooh, 18. 18. That's real good. Plus a lot. I think that's 33. Total. Mm-hmm. You begin to very quietly tiptoe your way across and you can see in, as you begin to make your way past these giants, indeed three of them are all sleeping and you can see large empty barrels all around this room similar to the one that you found uh, at the cave entrance, at the the mouth of this cavern. Um, And they are snoring up a fucking storm in here. 
as you begin to very quietly make your way across the room. Uh, you encounter no interference, and for a moment, one of them stirs, but just continues on his loud slumbering. And you make your way across to the next cavern opening. Uh, from here, you exit from this chamber and there's about another 10 foot gap of kind of closer hall but for for you it's still large but it would be tight for a giant you imagine Um, into another about 20 foot radius uh, kind of relatively freshly carved cavern and you can Mm -hmm. see two pathways here you can see a left that begins to rise up and a right that kind of continues on this path kind of straightforward but they they split right and left at this point i'm going to message them and be like okay we need you to come come and make a right so you'll hear a bunch of giants just shut your mouths and be quiet and uh follow through don't wake them up uh, all of you service. across across the earring hear that, except for Lavender and Nova and Dal. What did he just say? Did he say creep through the giants? What did he say? Quiet? Well, he said there's fucking sleeping giants, I think, ahead, but we have to creep through them to join him. Uh, what? How did that oaf get through them without waking them up? He's very, He's very good at whispering. Yeah. Let's, um, yeah, I guess so. Well, the, <laughs> the barrels are empty, right? Uh, from your past, it seemed like most of them are empty. Okay, first we can take a minute to appreciate that Honda didn't just try to solo murder all of these things. That's growth. I think we can appreciate that. Um, I guess so. It's uh, but secondly, if we do get past these things, yeah. can we try to make sure they won't follow us? when we get into the bigger fight. Does anyone um, have anything? I don't have anything. Would I hear this? I won't just... I'm, this no, is just, just straight talk between them. Thank God. You are now, you are now about 75, 80 feet. Well, probably more than that. Uh, you're, you're 100 and some odd feet away from everybody. So you are, you are disconnected currently. Unless someone specifically says earrings. While I'm waiting for them, I want to investigate if there are any full barrels. Sure, make investigation check as you as everyone else continues and, and decides what they're going to do. Um, I don't have any magic like that. Yeah, my only option is caving in something. It's just but... that's real, real loud. It's like it's, one and one and a half of the barrels. There's one full one and one half that's kind of sloshed on its side. That's uh, still there. This is good. Uh, Hondo quietly assessing the wine as you guys come back to what you're doing. I mean, I have Gordon. I have silence spells. If we wanted to try and cave it in, I, I think it would still cause a vibration. Um, we're potentially ridding ourselves of an escape plan, so I'm not loving this option. Um, I'm just trying to think out loud. As much as just not having to deal with these guys now is amazing. I'm worried we'll still have to deal with them later. I we could like hurry up. One moment, please. We we could do that later. Like if a fight starts, we could try and I don't know, cave down the entrance behind us. I learned this thing. In. What? I learned this thing. Yeah. What, I, what did you learn? I learned this thing. How to make a wall. 
You know how this guy? Oh, you know he's he's up there. Can you guys see me? I can't see anything. Yeah, we can all see you. Everyone here can. Oh. Back okay. to the wall talk. I learned this thing: how to make a wall out of stone. How okay. long does it that's, last for? That's handy. It's permanent. I make the wall. It's a wall. Okay. It's out of stone. Okay. Better than water. Better than that guy. I would have assumed. Um, that could be handy in this fight or in this moment. Like if we get I in. Assume a frost giant could knock over a wall of stone, but I'm just saying it's a good yeah, way to start. It's true. Um, it's an option. At least we'd hear them coming. If you don't hurry up, I'm going to kill these giants myself. What if, hear me out, we let him try that? (laughs) Oh, God. This is... That's a terrible idea. uh, DM question. (laughs) Can we see... (laughs) I wish. Daddy question? (laughs) Dad? Did we see the other fork that Hondo has not explored yet? No. We haven't seen that yet? Okay. That that latest earring call does make me nervous. Um, do we? Okay, I guess. Do we risk trying to go? I'll go back in the earring. Hondo, are you sure we should send our whole party into the sleeping giant slayer? I message that. Look, I'm at, I'm at a fork in you. Okay, there's two there are two ways to go. There's a way to go outside. We're not gonna find the right way. So we either split up or we just choose one fucking way. Now let's get going. Hondo, make another stealth check for me. Just picture you leaning against the wall, like, <laughs> on your cell phone. Um, 17. Oh, boy. Is that an advantage? Does he get advantage there? No, unfortunately. I mean, 17's good. Mm-hmm. You get 17 from a 2? What? <laughs> He's a rogue, man. Jesus. So am I. I don't got that shit. <laughs> You're not as much of a rogue as he is. All right, we're gonna we're gonna try and get closer to see if we can do this, Ando. Look, if hey, just in case, if some one of these look like they're about to stir and wake up. Can you guys choreograph where you can make things really quiet? Yes, 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 yes. Each I would like you, to each get each of you pick a side or something. I would like to get closer to the room, DM, and see how wide it is. Uh, okay. Is everyone moving uh, at this point, or is this just Val solo? I'd say everyone should start moving. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'll probably start moving. I don't want to speak for everybody. Yeah, then I'll go too. Stealth checks all around. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. I'll just check just, him out my silence spell. Get, get ready to make things real quiet. <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. Natural 20! Waste them. What's good? What's good? Fern? A five. I only have ten, but it makes sense because I can't see. That's fair. You would be at disadvantage, but you're on Fern, so I'm going to give you straight. Uh, okay. Uh, call him out. Uh, 29. Also, um, 10 for Fern. 28. Okay. 14. Okay. You add shit to uh, stealth lab. I did. Oh, okay. I did. <laughs> what was it? 
I rolled a three. No, but you add stuff to it. Seven. I already added. Oh, great. So she rolled a ten? Yeah. Cool. Uh, Gord? 22. Ooh. Nice. That's pretty good. Okay. You guys begin to make your way closer, and it's about a 30, 40-foot kind of curve that you're initially going on before you see about 15 feet ahead this break in the wall on the right side that I described previously. At this point, you do see the path that would continue forward and then curve off to the left, Um, but Hondo has told you that he has progressed forward to the right. At this point as well, you all hear very heavy sounds of things uh, snoring loudly in this room to the right. At this point, you also all hear Hondo, or uh, Hondo, you hear this as well. One of these snoring creatures suddenly stops snoring, and you hear kind of shifting (laughs) movement. I'll like hold up my hand, just try and freeze us, and just listen for a, a minute there. You throw your hand up, and immediately Fern beneath you pauses and stops and everyone else stops and from your group just a little bit of like ice just kind of slides along the ground and it kind of echoes off the wall (laughs) and it's silent save this low rumbling of snoring beyond the movement in the room slows Hondo, on your side, you hear the sounds of heavy footfalls coming from the right path. Your way. I message people. Can I do it? Wait, before I... Can I message, like, whispering so they won't hear? Well, only one way to find out. Well, I'll message, and I'll be like, okay, go back, go back, go back a little. Don't go in the room yet. Go back. And then I will hide in the other cavern. You're going to make your way up the upside or into the cavern where they're sleeping? Wait, no, where I... No, no, I'll hide. Like, I'm hearing from one side, right? So you're standing in about like a 20-foot room, Yeah. and there's a path to the right that is kind of straight down, and you hear heavy footfalls coming from that way. There's a path up that goes kind of up a a little slope, and then there's the path back to the sleeping giants. I'll, I'll go up and hide. Okay. Make a stealth check. And four and nineteen. Buddy, 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 buddy. All of you, um, on your side, hearing Hondo immediately say stop, you hold your positions, and you were all very kind of crowded around this right side, this right wall. Um, and you can hear the snoring kind of continue. Um, Hondo, you just tuck up and around the corner and begin to slowly creep your way up when you hear (laughs) heavy footfalls approach. Um, You hear two creatures speaking guttural tones to one another. (laughs) One of them continues into the room. All of you guys here in the room 
It just starts yelling and giant. It echoes across the cavern. And you hear something from <laughs> All of the snoring cease. And these creatures begin to move around in the snow and ice. Uh, Hondo, you do see the back just to the edge, kind of standing right in the gap between where you would, where it goes up on your side and where it would continue to the right path. You see the back of what looks like another giant. But at this point, you gather there are about five frost giants uh, that are all currently either being woken up or waking others up. What are you all doing? Uh, DM question. Uh-huh. Those barrels, I'm guessing, are giant size. Like, I couldn't lift one up or anything. Uh, they're not quite giant size, actually. They fit quite well into the, the palm of a giant as a regular-sized barrel. So think of, like, a, a cask, like a oh. full, I don't know, a regular barrel as we know them. Like a wine barrel? A big, a wine, big... wine bale, a barrel, or yeah, any of them. <laughs> it would take a lot of strength for you just to... <laughs> <laughs> Allie could do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, what are you guys doing? I'm still hiding. Yep. Hondo. Directions? Yeah. We don't know what direct. We can hear what direction all the giants are going. You're not sure where they're moving. All you hear is on the room, uh, inside the room, you hear that they have been woken up, presumably by another giant, as you heard giant kind of shouting. Can anyone understand them? Is that something? Can someone do that? No one here just- speaks giant. Let me check something quick. Go on the earring. Hondo, can you make yourself understand them? Uh, I can, sure. You don't have to, just a question. I'll, I'll fire up the ring. Okay. Uh, you click on the ring at Mary's uh, request. Um, at the point, by the time you go to actually do it, there's less communication uh, the initial shouting and yelling is kind of done with, but there is some talk happening um, as you all freeze in your current positions. Um, the sound of these three inside still shifting about. The one, Honda, you hear one come back to the one that is closest to you as you are kind of plastered yourself up against the wall, back up in this kind of kind of path upward, and you can just make out their voices uh, and you do hear translated for you from giant um, says he knows they're here I woke them you search here I search there so oh boy so I'm gonna message and again I'm quite I'm stealthy right mm-hmm. uh they know we're here. Uh, I don't know what to do, but uh, you're on your own. Uh, <laughs> and so ends the wild cards. <laughs> um, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, God. What am I going to do? I'm on the other side. You're on your own. I know, I know. It's what you are going to do. <laughs> it's what worries me. Uh, okay. Uh, can I hear... We don't the- know that, We don't know that though, because Hunter didn't tell us. No. Cool. Um, we don't know what, sorry. What they said. 
Yeah, so Hana, what did you just repeat to us? They're on the move, you're on your own? No, no, I said they know we're here. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. <sighs> Fuck. Okay, well, they know we're here. So I message him, he's like, the only option is you bombard them from the one side and I take them from my side. But they're coming. I mean, we could also Batman Arkham Asylum this, let them come to us, stealth murder. Let another one secretly come to us. Stealth murder. Like, what if we put a silence around us or around this hallway, and the second any one of them comes in, we all jump on it and then wait for the next person? Yeah, I have a real dumb plan, too, I've been thinking about. Um, DM question, can we still hear them moving in that room? Like, are they coming towards us, or are they just, like, shuffling to get up? They are... You can tell the shuffling and, and grumbling of waking up has faded, and they are beginning to get themselves ready for something. Heavy okay. movements are, are beginning to uh, kind of finish. Uh, Hondo, you catch um, the you catch the other two at your side. Uh, say finally. Um, Hmm. What do you say? Yeah. Um, the one who was kind of standing closest and kind of waiting where you were kind of positioned, he was standing closest to you with his back to you. He kind of le- he leans into the group and says, uh, King will not accept failure. Find them. Bring them him now and he begins to walk back down the right path followed by the second giant Um, but the three inside are still in the sleeping room I'll message now okay two giants gone they're still the original three they're gonna come for you and they begin to now you hear heavy footfalls moving from the room that they're in down the 10-foot hallway between the room that they're in and the hallway that you're in. What are you guys doing? Can I uh, quickly, I'll be holding on to Lightbringer and I'll just be like, fuck, 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 fuck. I wish I could understand and speak to them. And can I cast tongues through it? Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, um, that's, I'm going to treat this as a mini initiative here. Sure. So like, that's an action. And then I will, yeah. Like if I have a bonus or something, I'll just be like, uh, the rest of you hide. I might try and convince them to run away. Or convince them we're further outside. There's, is there anything to hide behind around here? Or is it just clear walls? Nah, it's just open ice and hallway. <sighs> um, how tall are the ceilings? They're about the 20 foot tall here. And how tall are giants? 15 to 17. Mm, I was hoping to do the whole like hide in the ceiling thing. But that's I don't dope. think that's going to work. It's going to be tough. Yeah. If it was higher, that would have been cool. There's no, like, ledge to, like, get up on. 
No, no, I was going to use a flying thing. Mm, I gotcha, I gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah, it would be it would be tight. These tunnels, like, for you guys are, are huge. They are massive. But to them, it was essentially just big enough for, like, width-wise, like, they can travel. Like, they're, they have room to maneuver. But they're big creatures. I honestly have nothing of use here, guys. Um... You hear them begin to get to the point of walking into the hall between where you guys are standing. You're about 15 feet from you at this point. Uh, They're no longer in the room where I am, right? They're not where you are, no. They've moved back down the right path, down further wherever they were. Uh, But you do hear uh, the three inside the sleeping room begin to move away from you. Okay. Um... I message, okay, um, I can distract them and you take them from behind. But you gotta do, you gotta be able to act in like, now. I might have a non-combat idea we should try first. What is it? Just wait, just wait. If it gets bad, you'll know. (laughs) As no one else has anything ready, they begin to exit the, you see the first sign of a giant walk out the hallway and into the outer hallway where you guys are all just kind of standing along. I'm going to grab Lavender because she can't see shit and just pull to the side so that we don't get walked over. Like, pulled up against, like, flatten yourself up against the wall. Uh, on which side of the wall and which side of the doorway? Do you want to, like, if the doorway is here, Mm-hmm. You guys were all coming from this direction and kind of are all just kind of currently in my head lined up along this Yeah, wall. I'd say the hallway we're already in. Along okay. the wall we're closest to. Just like so all of you are just ourselves. along the wall. Okay. I'm gonna just gonna I, I won't be along the wall. Okay. Val on front. Oh wait, is, is Lavender still flying with you? Lavender was sitting no, on front. I'll push her off to you if you want. <laughs> oh, it doesn't matter. Um, I'm just thinking, flatten myself against the wall, take my swords out. I'm getting ready for everything. Go shit. I'll wait till they're within 60 feet of me, and then if I can go, I'll go. They're within 10 feet of you. Do they see me? I'll wait till they see me. They are. I was just kind of waiting to see if anyone was going to do anything, and then you see the first giant head kind of poke out and under, and immediately look towards a whole group of you just kind of standing in a line along the wall. There's nowhere really to hide, as now they're in the hallway with you. And immediately, as you can understand any spoken language you hear, uh, immediately he looks to you and says, or looks back and says, that was easy. And begins to make a move towards you. So I'll cast mass suggestion and I'll say, giants don't take orders from tentacle things. The Jarl needs more wine from River. Okay. You can only see the front one and maybe the next one. You have to see them to affect more than one. Yeah, let me see it. I suggest blah, 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 blah. Range area 60 feet. Magically influence up to 12 creatures that you can see within range and that can hear and understand you. Okay. So, yeah. You can only hit the two. There, You know there's at least a third that you can't hit um, as of right now. But you cast the spell. What's the save? <sighs> Wisdom 18. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
just horrible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this shouldn't be there for a second. What's up, two twenties? Yeah, their wisdom save. Actually, you know, they're proficient. That's that's a, a, a bonus. But uh, fourteen and a six. Uh, the front one immediately, as you see him begin to pull up an axe and with his hand outstretched, the hand immediately relaxes and you see for it, like your magic take effect as his mind just kind of, he kind of shakes his head and taps the other one with just kind of a poof. says, come, wine, y'all needs wine. And they just begin to make their way past your group, just pushing past with no reckless abandon against the two of you uh, the group of you two of them just begin to push past and you're squeezed up against the wall as the third makes his way out and, and Valentine you hear him say wine we need to work and he's very confused as he sees all of you there and sees his two friends heading off in that direction and he looks back to you Oh, that worked better than I thought. And he picks his axe up and says, They're here! But towards his two uh, friends and just swings his axe at you up front. Okay. Uh, so let's Probably gonna... roll initiative. Sure. <laughs> Holy fuck. But two of them have begun to make their way out and away. Okay, okay. Man, I need to switch up my spooky cave music. Uh, Okay. Haven't even started fighting, and I am, like, so nervous. (laughs) Uh, Let's do here. So, uh, 25 to 20. Did you roll an int or initiative? Nice. Twenty-one. Okay. Had a boy. Gord out of the gate. Uh, got roll initiative, so I didn't. That's on the Uh, twenty fifteen. Eighteen. Eighteen. Oh. Sixteen. Seventeen. There we go, team. There we go. Honda, where are you, bud? I didn't roll, so I'm because I'm not involved, right? Uh, you, would, you, you would still hear this, so you can oh. go ahead. You just you'll be basically out of combat range for a bit, but that's okay. Uh, twenty-eight. 18. Okay. Oh, God. Way up there. Uh. Uh, and who am I missing? Is that everybody? No, lavender. No, you already rolled. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's everybody here. Just uh. The other, the twins, yeah, whatever their names are. My kids, they rolled lower than all of you guys. Well, I have fixed rolls for them. That's one thing I do, just if anyone's ever curious. I have uh, set initiative rolls. I pre-roll for basically all my characters, just so it's easier, and I just have them. That's what it is. We go forward with the battle, and then I don't have to have that extra element to think about going into initiative. Uh, so I just know what that is for enemies and for allies, just so everyone is aware. He does actually roll them. 
I, I don't fudge mm. with dies. Like sometimes there is uh, a case to be said for, for rolling behind the screen and, and lying about it just for a better or worse scenario, whatever it may be. But with initiative, I always keep it true. And yet somehow it really works out very well. Like <laughs> the big bads get good initiative and like their lackeys kind of get shit initiative. I don't know. It works out. It's weird. Just the way D&D happens. But out of the gate... Uh, Hondo, you can see the three have made their way out of the um, the sleeping room, and you do hear one uh, very faintly from your distance. It echoes back uh, as you can still understand what he says. Make a, a gesture that they're here, and you hear he begins to uh, kind of make an attack. You are uh, 60, 70, 80 about 90-ish, 100 feet from them at this point. Uh, but you're up first. Uh, okay, so right now, in, so right now, if I were to go back into the room where they were sleeping, mm-hmm. none of them would be there, right? As far as you know. Uh, I'm going to go and get the wine barrel. Okay. Uh, you begin to make your way back down uh, your your sloped rise. You look down the right path, and you just faintly see the back of one of the, the furthest giant make a way around a corner out of sight. As you tuck your way back into the room, uh, you do see the one full barrel is kind of just tucked off to the right, um, and there's a half barrel off on the left that's kind of laying on its side, and you see a little dribble is kind of sl- faintly coming out. But there is a full big old barrel to the right side of the room. I'm going to roll, I'm going to, I'll tip it down and I'm going to roll it toward them. Okay. 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 You you pull it over on its side, uh, easy enough, and you now move at half speed while rolling this thing. Uh, So I'll say you basically use your whole move (laughs) to get to the barrel, um, and then you could use a bonus to dash with the barrel another 10, 15 feet into the room. So you're still a ways from everybody, but you're beginning your progress there. Okay. Cool. Uh, Gord, then you are up. We Gordon. don't have a set necessary battle map right now, just because there's no there's no real point for a single giant currently. Um, and as far as I know, mass suggestion is not a concentration spell. Um, so... Unless I don't, unless Valentine goes unconscious, I think. Um, if they're attacked, if you or your companion's damaged creature affected by the spell, the spell ends for that creature. Yeah, so that would be the only the only caveat. If one of you attack them, they the the suggestion drops. But if they are safe, they continue walking away until the deed is done. Um, but for the time being. You see one about to attack Valentine. Gord, you're at the back of the pack, so I'll say you're about 30 feet from this giant who is attacking Valentine, and you are basically beside the second-to-last giant who is leaving. What do you do? Sorry, can you just say that again? Yep. You are 30 feet back from the lead giant who is attacking the only giant who is a, a opponent right now. He's attacking Valentine 30 feet ahead of you. And there's the two giants who have been tricked. Uh, you're close to the one, like you're almost shoulder to shoulder with him. So you're kind of squished in a little bit, uh, but you're 30 feet from the opponent right now. And those giants I tricked won't attack us. They're doing, they've been tricked to go away. Yeah, you see the two who seem to be kind of tricked and they just don't seem to care about you guys and they're on a mission, they're off, they're be- beginning to walk away from you. But there is one who has remained, who has remained. 
Okay. I will cast Hold Monster at the one attacking ground then. My guy. He has brought his axe up high and is beginning to bring a swing down as Hold Monster is what's the save? Wisdom saving throw. Oh, man. That that was the longest hang. It was 20 and then fell down to a 2. Oof. Oh. Uh, so that's a fail. Sick. Immediately you see as the axe is held high, these big rippling muscles are just locked in place as Gord <sighs> concentrates on this creature. That is tight. Holding him frozen, paralyzed. Me. That's your action. Uh, do you want to move or use a bonus? Can I just do like a perception check to see like what's going on? Sure. Oh, perception. That was clutch. Oh, that's a 29. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, as these two giants begin to continue their way out of there. You recognize the powerful enchantment magic utilized by Valentine to uh, suggest that these creatures go off on a different trajectory. Um, And utilizing your uh, enhanced perceptive abilities, uh, you could tell that the two giants that were, that Hondo was, was spying on have made their way back to away from from you guys quite a ways um the room next to you is now vacant um and this giant seems to be the only one who is currently uh, a combatant uh though you are not sure where the jarl is or where the mind flare or uh the crow are and you can also see ahead of you this path does slope down and around uh and lead down a path you can see um that through the ice you can see does kind of continue down and beneath um but you're not sure where that goes though you do know that these other giants were coming from the right side um as of now though you don't see any other enemies coming to fight or um any other kind of hidden markers or anything, it seems like for the most part, you guys have managed to circumvent the first couple of groups here and have just this single giant to very quickly eviscerate before alerting anyone else. So I'll say that's your bonus. Do you want to move or you stay? I'll stay. Okay, Mary's up. How far away am I from it? Uh, I'll say we'll keep the the path you guys were walking before, so you're uh, about 30 feet back with Gord. Oh, 30 feet. That's perfect. I'm going to run right up to him. Okay. Go ahead. And I, I'm going to take a note, moment to notice, oh, okay, he looks frozen. That looks promising, and I'm going to beat the shit out of him. Yeah, you slip beneath the arm uh, of a swinging arm of one of the leaving giants as you duck low, slide on the ice, and charge your way forward. Uh, and you see that, yes, this giant is indeed paralyzed by some magic that you hear Gord whisper from behind you as you make your way forward. Uh, swords drawn. Go ahead. You have advantage on your attacks, I believe. Uh, yes, fuck, yes. Means I got sneak. Natural 20. <laughs> I need the advantage oh for that one. Oh my god. Holy fuck. Okay. So the first one is uh, it's 10 times 2 is 20 plus 
25 points of damage on the sorry, 20, where's Mage's Bane? 27 points of damage on the first one. On the dice, is that doubled already? I doubled the dice and then added my seven. Okay. Um, is I that including the uh, psychic damage? Nope, I totally forget about the psychic damage all the time. Thank you. Add another six. Is that doubled? Yes. Okay. Uh, so 27 to 33. That's the first attack. Yep. Uh, second attack. You still have advantage. Second attack is a 26. That hits, of course, yeah. No sneak on this one, so that's uh, 15, no, 13, sorry, 13 points of damage. 13. Third, well, offhand attack. Natural 20 again. <laughs> What? Save them! Save them! (laughs) Burn them all, man. You guys are going to hit this fight and it's going to be one one and two city. How? One and two city. Here we go. Um, (laughs) That's 16 points of damage. Okay. Uh, 16. That's that's everything I have. Oh, God. Uh, I'm going to roll ones all next fight. Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, okay. Uh, easy enough, Mary. With this creature incapacitated in such a way, that he has no way of of defending against. And you find all of the perfect points to drive your blades home. And from each of them, not even with a whimper, can escape his frozen face. Uh, you carve up, dealing I think seventy, no, sixty some odd points damage. What is that? 62 points of damage. Pretty good. Oh my god. He looks pretty bloody at this point. Uh, and that's your turn. Valentine. It's me. Um, this guy I... is basically 10 feet in front of you. Um, just looking at Aetherius. I th- I'm going to run up to him and I'm going to slash him with Aetherius. Okay. While he's still stunned. Yep. You have advantage on the attack. I'm going to use that like the booming blade feature through Aetherius, like my warlock spell. So you're you're going to cast booming blade. Yeah, like when I hit him. Yeah. If I hit him, hopefully. Uh, 14 plus, I think, 11. So 25. That hits. Oh, it's not that much. Sorry. Uh, yep. Okay. It's still good though. 23. Um, yeah, AC 15. I mean. And then. This is going to be... Sorry, I just have to read how Booming Blade works. I know it's 1d8 for Aetherius. So when you hit with Booming Blade, you deal an additional 2d8 thunder damage. And then okay, if, if they move, they take an additional 3d8. Likely he's not going to move because either he'll be dead or he's literally paralyzed because of the spell that is giving you advantage to hit. True. Okay. So, so you're first not going to one... get that extra probably, but... First, uh, normal damage is 10, and then this is the Booming Blade one. Ooh, is 12, so 22 full. Okay. Uh, You strike, and there is a loud boom that goes along with the Booming Blade. It's not the thunder wave or thunder clap boom, but... It is audible. Hondo, you can hear from the other side of the room this kind of 
of energy from within. Uh, and for a moment, you feel this kind of cascade out of, uh, of kind of thunderous energy um, and feel it kind of pass you and echo ever so slightly down the tunnel that you were coming from. Uh, that's your action. Um, and then... I will take the rest of my movement and just try and go down the hall towards Hondo. So you're going to turn into the room? Yeah. Okay. Just try and get eyes on if anyone else is coming. Yeah, you begin to move into the room. You see Hondo just <laughs> moving a barrel. <laughs> Give it a quizzical look, but that's the rest of my turn. Uh, yeah, you can move uh, 80 feet on Fern, technically. So like, you can move basically fully into this room about three quarters of the way into it, uh, up to where Hondo is, essentially. And you can yeah, as long as I can still see back at the giant, just trying to like a halfway point to see if anything else is coming. Okay, then I won't say you move your full range because he pulled a little bit out of the, the hall. I'll say you move forward in about 40 feet. Perfect. Cool. Uh, that is the end of Oh yeah, sorry. Mary just said uh, any attack that hits a creature is a critical hit if the attacker is within five feet if he's paralyzed. I don't know if yours counts as a melee. Any attack that hits a creature is a critical if the attacker is within five feet of the creature. Oh. Because uh, he's paralyzed. Did, did not need to roll two natural 20s to get that damage. That's <laughs> yeah. trash. And also the other one should have been a crit too, but whatever. I should have yeah. realized that earlier. I thought it was just advantage against, but any attack that hits the creature is a critical hit of the attacker. No, if, any, if any of us ever get held, we're fucked. Mm. Yeah. Uh, okay, then. I would say... I can, I can add it. It was a two, so that's an extra two. Uh, it was an eight, so that's an extra eight, which is ten, and then it was a four, so that's an extra four. So an extra fourteen damage to. I think I originally did twenty-one. Cool. That's is that's what hold, hold monster is like a paralyzed, right? It makes mm-hmm. it paralyzed. Yep. Okay. Because I, I, I just look, I just looked up paralyzed condition. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't even see that. I just I looked at attack rolls have advantage, and that was enough. That for me. should be plenty, but. Yeah, I mean, go ahead and put the spell in. It says paralyzes for the duration. Cool. That is... Uh, okay, he is hurt, and Valentine, you move away. That brings us to Lavender. Can I see? You mm. can make out vague shapes. There is some firelight that is from within the room, casting a little bit of light out this way and kind of through these kind of like, like I said, the the kind of uh, carnival mirror style kind of all over the place. But it is considered dark in here, so you have disadvantage kind of on most things at this point. But you can make out vague shapes and you can see big ass giant, clear target. So because of that, I light my torch Okay. And it's like underneath my hand. I say hello, and I that throw will it. That be an action. Just a heads up. Uh, you can if, always just shoot at disadvantage. If I use magic missiles because it's a direct hit, does that technically okay? Yeah, that is cool. the right way to circumnavigate blindness. I'm just gonna go first level that's magic missile, sure, and just hit the guy that's closest to me. Yep, there's only the one. So yeah, 3d4 plus 3, I think, or 4d4 plus 3, I'm not sure, for yeah. first level. It's uh, 1d4 plus 1. But there's three missiles. Oh yeah, but three there's three missiles. Guns. I was so like, wow, that's super me. shit. <laughs> so it's okay. 3d4 plus 3, essentially, for the total. Okay, great. So I rolled a 4, a 3, and a 1. 
So that's eight plus one, nine. Plus, well, is it plus one for all of them? Yeah, so it's plus three, essentially. Okay, cool. So 11. That is cool. Uh, yeah. Cool. Even in your in your relatively blinded state, you fire off your uh, lavender crystalline magic missiles. They all erupt up and slam into this paralyzed creature. Uh, as it was ranged, it does not get the crit effect. Mm-hmm. But that's your action? Yeah. Uh... I think that's it. Okay. I think uh, that's it. He looks real hurt already <laughs> as we go to Alana's turn. Yes. Can I get him? Can I get him? Can I get oh, him? <laughs> Allie, you, are only, you are only 15 feet back, okay. so you can get right up on him. I will. Okay. Everything's uh, a crit. <laughs> uh, you I'm... have advantage and Ooh. crits, so as long as you hit, you crit. 24 to hit? Yep. That'll okay. do. That'll do. Uh, I am not raging. Nope. So just dice damage doubled plus five. Oh my god. Full damage? No, no. I got um, the two like uh, d6s. I got six on each. Hey. Uh, just doing. Hold on a sec. Okay. So times the dice by two first before you add your modifier. I throw in this music because it's great. Hmm. Witcher music. So good. Times two? Yep. So times the dice by two and then add your modifier. And then add five. Oh, okay. Still going to be more than enough, I think, right? <laughs> still, that, that reaction yeah. made me think I'm it was still already be at very like, high. I'm already at like 36, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 36 total? Yeah. So, Allie, as you rush forward, uh, leaving leaving Lavender's uh, grip behind and seeing Mary come up and just carve out, like, plenty of sections and blood beginning to gush, see Valentine leave and open up a perfect path for you. The giant's knee is down from uh, where he was, like, kind of, kind of positioned, uh, ready to strike. You jump up and, leaping from his extended knee, bringing your hammer up, just... <laughs> from under the chin and just shatter from beneath the chin. Uh, the entire lower jaw just ripped off. Oh! Carnage! <laughs> the creature, I've, I assume the spell fades when he dies, as he definitely dies. Still held Imagine there. Imagine if he wasn't even bad. We didn't even check. <laughs> well, he was about to swing an axe at me. <laughs> well, you scared. You scared him. Well, he was well, frightened. You should have gotten more wine with his friends. Uh, yeah. Quickly enough, this giant has been eviscerated with the, no ability to uh, to do anything or alert anyone further. Uh, and you see his two fellows, Valentine, well, you're not there, but everyone else watches as the two Valentine seem to trick and suggest to leave, just dawdle away and continue off up the path that you had, uh, had just come down. Um, quickly enough, the battle ceases as you hear a a Honda rolling a barrel across ice. <laughs> the fuck, what the fuck are you doing? Don't, don't worry, okay? Don't worry. No, 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 stop! It's done! What are you doing? He's just thirsty. Let's just say there was going to be a big fire here. Oh, Jesus. Thank oh. God you didn't. We still have to go this way. <laughs> Nova and Dahlia just like kind of catch up and say that was a, a very impressive display um 
And okay. they kind of yeah. see Honda with the barrel. I know where they came from, so let's follow me. Okay. I'll put a hand on Gord. <laughs> Not you. Be like, you saved my life again, best friend. This is the way. <laughs> Very on brand. It's good. Uh, Honda, you're leading the way? Yep. Okay. So- I go back into the, where the, they were sleeping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys are still now kind of all grouped into this rather large cavern that is just carved out on all, on all sides. And you can see the same pockmarked uh, ice uh, walls um, and the three kind of areas of just like dug out pits of snow and ice uh, and also several uh, large chunks of ice having been pulled away from the, the hull that Hondo no, knows exists on the opposite side. Um, you do see the remnants of some uh, wine barrels kind of scattered around, mostly around these three sleeping kind of pits. Um, and you also see um, the remnants that, Hondo, you missed on your way through. The remnants of uh, two horses, two pigs, Oof and uh, most of a cow that are all frozen in place and seemingly just been ripped apart and munched on. I, I look at Fern, I'd be like, you know, that could have been you. Fern just lowers his head and glares. Cocks <laughs> his head. Uh, so I say, okay, okay, I saw them come from this one on the right going down. Let's go. What, what did they say? Did you hear them say anything? They you said, said something like they know we're coming? Yeah, yeah, they they knew you. The 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 big honchos knew you were coming, and they sent the giants to get you. Okay. Who else, uh, they call, seemed to call back to somebody. Who else would they have been calling to with an earshot? There were more giants down here. Okay, great. That was pretty impressive, guys. Let's stay tight. Stay frosty. Let's keep going. Right, let's go. Stay frosty. frosty. I like. Except that. for Honda's keg roll, that was kind of strange, but. <laughs> You're uh, one for two tonight. <laughs> are you guys uh, keeping the same uh, order? Yeah. 20 feet back just for the lols of Hondo. Okay. But Kyle, everyone else. Yeah, good. I just have a question. Mm-hmm. How long, it doesn't say on here, how long does poison application last? It mm. says until, all it says is until delivered through a wound or washed off, but. That would mean until. But I'm that, like I couldn't apply it like three weeks ago, and it would still be fine. Like we talked about that. <laughs> no, washed off would be like like you've inserted it in and out of your sheath, like uh, like over a time that okay. it's like but you like, have to at I... some point wipe a blade, or it sits long enough that things evaporate and it's gone. In my head, like a couple of hours would make sense in that case. That feels right. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, I, if you wanted also- to. Now would be the time. Yep, yep. Uh, how many? I know it says like on a blade. I can't remember what we said for how many arrows. Um, I think it's ten, but I could be wrong. It should say on it. It doesn't. Is it what kind of what kind of poison? The wyvern one. I'm not sure if it's because you made it or. Nope, that's a that's an official one. Um. Good call, though. Use all the things. Uh, they might be immune. I have no fucking idea, but... Just Googled poison on blades. Didn't even put D&D in. Just fucking <laughs> so generic. <laughs> um, 
Yes, there's, that's weird. That Normally it does say that. Hold on, let me just search poison in general. Normally I would say like one application to a blade and application to X arrows. Otherwise I'm going to say we'll roll for it and either roll a D6 or a D10. I'll just decide that in a second. Uh, I'm just going to see if I can... Oh, come on. Why is searching poison so hard? Let's see. I tried searching for it too and didn't beyond and it just kept giving me errors. Well, there's a couple of different poisons. There's a lot of different poisons, actually. But it doesn't say... poison. Yeah, it doesn't say how many. Uh, so, and I don't like the idea of it just being one. That's stupid. But for a single vial of poison, I'm going to say roll a d6, and that's how many arrows you could, you could tip. I rolled a five. That's pretty good. Nice. So you that's can get great. five. Are you going to use the wyvern poison on that? Yep. I still have a couple vials left. I'm just going to use one vial. You guys want to take a long rest now, though? <laughs> <laughs> Our bed's right here. Yeah, we'll have cubbies. Maybe that's too much. Yeah, I made the call. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, if I was applying it to a whole sword, that would use way more than just, like, dipping the tips of a couple arrows in. But, but the whole point of, like, the poison is that you have to get enough on it to have that's true. effect. Yeah. So, sorry, I am in a wreck on that but I'm only going to change it to a D4. Okay. So you so can still roll, roll a D4. Yeah, sorry. Because the wyvern roll is... Roll a four! Perfect. One Yay! Left. D&D karma, baby. D&D karma. <laughs> no, that's good. totally fair. I, I did, I, you're, you're exactly right. It shouldn't be the full bottle for a single arrow, but that's equivalent to a full sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, in theory, it would be more for daggers. Yeah, because before I put it on my sword, and I'm like, this is great. And then we read the part where it only works once, and it's like, well, fuck. This is tough. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so yeah, you managed to coat four of your arrows in Wyvern Poison. Sorry, I should have specified. I'm doing the plus one arrows. Uh, sure. Okay. Makes no real no. sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> nice try. Just, just so, yeah, it's it's the plus one arrow. So if I... Um, you you didn't really specify smart. before, <laughs> so... No, thank you. You grabbed the wrong ones. <laughs> And they snap. <laughs> yeah. You accidentally you cut yourself, and now you have to roll a constitution saving throw. You're poisoned. <laughs> Thank God we Damn don't it. have a DM like that. That would be the fucking worst. Um, okay, so you is there any other prep you guys are doing in this sleeping chamber? I don't think so. Okay. We don't know how far out we are, right? Nope. Anna just knows that they these two just came from this path. I have my barrel, right? You have the barrel, yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you going to keep the, the barrel? barrel? Are you sure oh. we let you have this barrel carrying it ahead? So here's what I'm doing. While they're talking... Whoa, whoa, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. We're not doing this shit. <laughs> I'm not going to allow you to roll a barrel unchecked. Like, I mean, it's going to be, like, oblivious. Let's see what he says. Yeah, this is what, So while they're doing their thing, mm-hmm. I take the barrel. It's just Mary, but okay. I open it. Okay. Okay. And I, I fill the little, like sleep holes okay Okay. and then i set them on fire okay uh you go to set wine on fire and as far as i'm aware wine is not a flammable not (laughs) (laughs) i will you're right i will stand by and watch this (laughs) you do take the the time it takes mary to coat her her weapons and everyone else to take a quick breather to uncork and, and pop open the wine and it fills up the, this hole. You have enough to get over to another one. You fill it up and you begin to try and just light. I just picture Lav seeing like the, the <laughs> spark of the... Yeah. 
He's trying to light wine on fire. Unfortunately, it does not catch. But you have successfully ruined their sleeping quarters. That was, That's true. That was admittedly a good idea. Less good idea to light it on fire here. <laughs> but like we could have rolled it into something with liquor on it. And now if it was it. fire wine, like in Baldur's <laughs> Gate, great. But it's not. just I like the general like nuisance element of it. It's just like <laughs> vandalism. Hondo, <laughs> I can see where you're going, Hondo. What about, you know, just putting regular liquor on top of it and not lighting it just yet. What if we just keep going? What if we keep going? That's true. It is also pretty noisy. You're going to just make the two who are coming back with wine, they're just going to come back to sleep. Yeah, be like, wine beds. (laughs) Are friends dead? It's just going to soak into the ice and snow. Like, it's not, you know. Anyways, Hondo takes the time to do that. Wild. Oh my god. Mary does that, and uh, at this point, Nova, um, just kind of generally to the group, with the exception of Hondo, as he's doing this <laughs> wine thing, um, says, I still do have the protection I can offer. It will take concentration, but perhaps it could save an early part of the fight for this protection from cold, if anyone would wish that upon themselves. It does last an hour. As Mary, maybe, maybe you. Me. Uh, You're gonna fight people. I don't know. Like, Brawly can half some stuff when it's thrown at her if she's real, real pissed. Hondo's armor always looks chilly. Actually, Gord's no, made of fire. It's not a bad idea. I'll feel a little more confident going up against this Jarl if, hopefully, he can't do anything extra to me. Absolutely. He holds the blade uh, tight in his hand, closes his eyes, and with a hand raised, uh, just places it atop your shoulder. And you watch just like a uh, tracing of frost begin to kind of caress across your armor uh, and just kind of in these intricate frost patterns uh, just begins to shroud you in a protection from cold. Cool. Kyle, Kyle, while you said that, I just remembered, really sorry, I'm exhausted, so I should have been doing some of these checks at disadvantage. It wouldn't have made a huge difference on any of the big things, but thank you for going forward. Um, Keep that in mind. Keep that in mind for everybody that that will affect your ability checks for counterspells. That will affect your ability for initiative. That does affect several things. Ability checks are at disadvantage. Um, so, everyone try and keep us honest, as I will try my best to remember, as I mark off this spell. And he is concentrating. Do you have that in your conditions, Scott? On the yeah. Because then it'll automatically tell you. It'll have I just, R. You just ignored the R's? I, I never look at it. I just roll stuff. Like, uh-huh. I just says exhaustion on conditions, but I never use it to roll things. Does it actually change and say disadvantage beside all of your abilities? Not for me, it doesn't. I don't. Uh, I didn't think initiative or uh, exhaustion actually changed anything in D and D Beyond. I don't. Think oh, I thought it actually put like a. No, I don't think they've implemented that. Oh. I know. Something they can work on. Anyways, you guys begin to progress forward with the next stage of your adventure. Um, 
Honda out at the lead, 20 feet ahead of the rest of your group. Honda, you already know that the beyond this sleeping cavern, there is this 20-foot carved space, and then the path to the right. And this path that you didn't explore up to the left, but you know it extends at least 15, 20 feet, and then begins to level off, but you don't know what all is up there. This path to the right, however, you did see um, these two large frost giants progress down, and you begin to make your way down that way as is everyone else behind you. Let's get stealth checks from everybody. Valentine at disadvantage. Uh, uh, Lavender at disadvantage for being blind. Mm. Reasons. Okay. Here come the trash rolls, guys. It's already started. (laughs) No. Val got 14 and Fern got 10. Okay. Even at disadvantage, 19. Oof. Hey. Wait, disadvantage? Yeah. Uh, not, not you. Just for us two. Those two. Uh, four. Makes- you have advantage, Kevin. Oh, yeah. But it's 19, so I'm pretty good already. Well, roll anyway. Get some even more insane. There, there we go. go. Yeah. No, just help make up for the ones of us that rolled like trash. 31. 31. Uh, Alana Gord Mary. 14. What was that, Brawley? 13. Gord? Oh, there he is. I was like, did Brock go to the bathroom? I didn't see that. Uh, Okay. So lowest rolls were 10, 12, 13. What did Fern roll? 10. He was 10. Okay. What did you roll? I thought you rolled 10. No, I rolled 12. Oh, okay. Uh, Let me double check. 12 or 13, one of those. For my gang real quick. Uh, Ooh, not great there either. Eh, Yeah, that's fine. Okay. <clears throat> so, you guys begin to set off uh, past this 20-foot expanse with Honda out front. Honda, also make a perception check for me. a boy. It's a three on the dice. What do you add? I think Fuck. still plus 12. Here we go, folks. <laughs> perception. They're all coming now. Yeah, here's the turn. Now's the time. Oh, God. <laughs> 15, pretty good. Okay, 15. 15, all right, all right. You guys begin to progress as quietly as you can, though every so often, several of your group seem to stumble over freshly carved away ice, uh, and every every 10, 15 feet, you hear someone kick a piece, and it skitters across the ice, and the sound is just like... And it kind of just goes in all directions at once. And... It, it catches all of you and your hearts freeze and your stomach drops every time and it happens a fair few times and you guys progress for about 30-40 feet before the path ahead you see it kind of curve a little a, a little to the left and Honda up front 20 feet ahead of everybody else you can see a large room Uh, begin to open up beyond here. There's also a small room, or a small path, sorry, uh, to the right. Um, There's a small little swish off down to the right, Um, but there is a large cavern open ahead. And uh, in this cavern ahead, already from this distance, you're still about, like from the turn into the room, it's still about 15 feet ahead of you. Uh, maybe maybe 20 feet ahead of you, but already you can feel a, a blistering cold emanating 
down the path like a, a, a frigid wind is coming and just begins to like slowly almost like a, a radiating bubble of frigid cold is just expanding and you can feel it just ever so slightly pushing closer and further and further and further down the hall as each step you take further in towards this massive cavernous room beyond. It is so far the only room that has been lit by anything other than torchlight or just pure darkness. You can see this pale blue that seems to rhythmically kind of pulsate like a heartbeat. And it kind of seems to time with each of these (laughs) of frigidly cold energy. What are you guys doing? I I message, I say, let's go into the caravan. I mean, the cavern. Okay, yeah. A little path on the right, but I don't think it goes anywhere. It's, you know, small. Yeah, they're probably in here, so let's just get ready for a fight. I'll keep moving forward, yeah, following Honda's advice. I follow the wall. I, I hug the wall. Hugging the wall and being as quiet as you can. Hondo being out front by 20 feet. You are the first to see this massive kind of cavern open up before you. Um, As I said, the crystalline walls are alight with this pale blue light. And over the minute that it takes you to slowly make your way across, it continues this same pulsating. And it continues to blast you with frigid cold. You are naturally attuned to the cold and don't feel its frigid effects. However, now, as the rest of your party being 20 feet back, the rest of you begin to crest into this this aura and it chills you to the bone. Mary uh, is somewhat less impacted by it uh, granted the protection uh, but I don't think any of the rest of you have uh, resistance so the rest of you feel a just bone like frigid cold and it seeps in beneath your your layers of clothes and armor and almost freezes you in place you almost begin to start chattering your teeth but you're fighting so hard against it to try and stay quiet but it is incredibly difficult to combat. Hondo, you can hear as you are ahead the shifting movement of heavy footfalls on snow and ice ahead and some faint low kind of chattering that almost immediately ceases as you take one step closer. You're not quite in the cavern yet. You're still about five, ten feet back as you say, hugging the wall, keeping very still and yet silence falls in the cavern beyond. Taking another step closer, you get just a little bit further in and peering like just the fraction of your eye around to see what you can see. You can see inside this room, this what looks like a massive excavation has undergone the center of this relatively large natural ice cavern. You can tell the walls of this relatively open space are naturally like so. They have not been cut away like all these other caverns you've noticed. There's a difference in how the the pathways have been chipped and carved versus this seemingly intended 
space. Pardon me. However, at the base, on the floor, in the center of this cavern, you can see a tiered uh, excavation has been dug down into the space, and you can't quite see down within. However, from your position, this is the source of this light. Just... And it just emanates this big aura up out of it, and it illuminates the entire space, and it echoes off through the walls around. You see several silhouetted shapes by by this colored light. Several frost giants standing around the space. Uh, they seem in a relatively jovial nature that is quickly turning to a still sense of anticipation. And just go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Message for frost giants. Um. You see, standing or climbing atop the edge, this outer edge of this excavation, where you see a handful of frost giants, you see the um, hooded head of the crow beginning to climb up out of the excavation below. And his voice rings out, echoing around the space, and says, You're too late. The ritual has completed. Enter if you wish to die. Flee like the cowards you are. Can everyone hear that? Yeah, would everyone hear It echoes around the cavern and down the hall towards the rest of you. I'm inside checking that My message, I'm like, let's go back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mary, you can insight. They know where I'm going to... Mm. I'm going to give you disadvantage because you can't see him. Okay. So you don't get any visual cues, mm-hmm. but just based purely on his tone. Seems okay. fair to me. No, that's fair. I didn't roll great with the disadvantage. Ooh, I did. Oh, great. Okay, well. You believe him. <laughs> I rolled a... Uh, why can't I do math? Uh, 21. Uh, no, 22, sorry. Rolled, unfortunately, a 31. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. He is confident. confident. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll walk forward on Fern, like move towards Hondo. Mm-hmm. Uh, none of you have yet to push into the cavern itself. Hondo is still about five feet back just within the mouth of this curve that would open up into the room. He was just peering around to see what he could see. So he hasn't even seen the full scope, um, trying to maintain his properly stealth form. I message, if they already know we're, we're coming and they're in the cavern, if there's some kind of attack we can launch before we enter. I want to know more. About, I want to know more about this ritual. They, they know we're coming. Let's just get ready. Of course. <laughs> I want to go in with a bang, and you want to go in with a book. Where's the, I need to write this down. That's, That's a great fucking quote. <laughs> That's a good line. Let me write this shit down. Someone write this down. Wait, what? what how much? Oh, it doesn't say how long we've been recording for. Uh, I will press forward, even if it means going past Hondo. 
Are you I'll, on, I'll turn. Are you on top of Fern? I, I just want to always clarify. Yeah. So I know. I won't have Lab with me anymore. I want to. I don't want to subject her to any. Yeah. Um. What else is I going to say? Shit. I'm moving forward. Fern. Oh, I think I'll turn back to um Dal and Nova, and be like, remember what we talked about outside. Even if it's too late, we avenge the Feywild. You see Dahlia with a stern look on her face, gripping her staff Nirvana tight, and you watch and hear quietly beneath his breath uh, Nova say the words as he traces his hand along Atraxia, spins it, and fire ignites around his blade, granting lavender sight at this point. Mm. Uh, oh. As your position has been found out. There's no need to try and hide. He just ignites the flame around his blade, gives a nod, and lets you lead. I'll move forward, and I'll hold on to Ethereus, though I don't want to have it. Maybe I'll just have it in the sheath, but I'll just hold on to it. Mm-hmm. And kind of like... As you're riding on top of Fern, you kind of uh, casually place your hand. I know its former master like fell fighting this thing, so... I'll just try and send out like a a thought of it's going to be different this time. Just like trying to reassure both it's myself and it. Yeah. Um, you get a, a response of uh, assuredness. It responds to you, and you feel there is uh, there is confidence behind you and it is ready for whatever lies before you. Cool. You stride atop Fern into the cavern fully for the first time and are struck by the frigid nature of the room. And immediately the cold breaks through your exterior, your confident exterior. Uh, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Disadvantage or saving throw okay? Saving throw is fine. Okay. Mm, this guy. Yay! Con. Uh, 16. Okay. Uh, frigid, but manageable. Okay. Uh, you see as you make your way into the room, the center of the um, this excavation pit where your uncle... The Dubkatha stands proudly atop this heavy leather, dark leather cloak with a hood up over his sickly burned face, now less hidden um, and still wearing the Warden of the Fae. You see this browns and, and green leathers adorning his body. He looks at you in just this sickly smile. Creeps across his face. You see near him, just kind of all scattered around the room, a selection of frost giants. There are a handful. But one impressive looking one. One you saw in your scry and in the bloodstone ritual. (coughs) Pardon me. The Jarl stands uh, about ten feet back from the crow, but glares at you from beneath this kind of this hooked horned helmet and this massive uh, white beard and blue skin but you see his beard is adorned almost in a dwarvish style of heavy platinum and silver uh, 
bands and bracelets and, and tied in, in, in impressive ways. And his armor is much more ornate than any of the other giants you've faced thus far. You can see these impressive carved like Jotun runes embedded in his belt and along as he pulls up this heavy great axe uh, and shield. You see he uh, is an impressive looking figure, but it is your uncle who has your ire. And he looks at you as you enter and say, So you've come. You wish for death, that is. I look to the Jarl and with tongues still up, I say to him in giant or in a language he understands, um, Jarl, it is an honor to meet you. I was there when the traitor and coward Raymond Borales killed your sons. Make a deception check. Isn't that true? Wasn't I there? You were there, but Raymond didn't kill them. I mean, it was. I thought Raymond, I thought Raymond killed them. Mary and Allie did. <laughs> Uh, we murdered them. Yeah, Mary and Allie killed them. Does it mean said that? Allie's face I, is like, oh! I have the, I won't tell you, I won't tell them, but I have the necklace that has, like, oh one of the suns, it's like an eyeball, and then it's teeth. <laughs> please, yeah. please, and please I that on your So I'm like, it's like this, basically. <laughs> Fuck my life. Natural one. Yeah. <gasps> Oh, wait, does it manage? Doesn't matter. Phew! Hey! (laughs) Destined to fail. Uh, As you stride forward confidently, the Jarl looks down at you and you see his his face just turn from almost discontent to anger and says, in a language that you understand, though the rest of you just hear giantish. Um, He says... My sons died in battle with your group and with the Revenant Vow. I seek vengeance on both. That's fair. That's fair. Sorry, what was that, Lucius? You said something? He just, the smile cracks wider and says, I know you did not come alone. Let's bring out the rest of your troubled trio your group. Let's bring them forward. Hey, where's Verak? Verak, I know you can hear hear me. Where are you at, bro? Everyone just kind of looks around. Uh, tentacle faced. Here's your thoughts. Real asshole. You guys heard of him? Lucius just smiles and says, Oh, wild cards. Your valiant leader is floundering. Lander, and I'm putting on a show. Come out, guys. He's a little scared. He wants to see you. You guys begin to follow? Yeah. Fan out. (laughs) Hesitantly. There's not a whole lot of room to fan out. Um, You can begin to, obviously. It's not like a five-foot gap here. There is a bit of room. But they have expected you and are beginning not to close in. They haven't moved, but they didn't allow for much room out of there. Um, And Lucius, as you all begin to pile out into the space, weapons drawn, faces taut, he smiles wide and says, there, much better. Let's have all the cards on the table. Really, really clever, man. 
Thank you. Are you going to make a speech or? No, I prefer to get things started. Varak, if you please. And invisibly, from near all of you, a mind blast rings out across your group. I need everyone to make an intelligence saving throw. Saving throw, not a disadvantage. It's only checks for this it's thing, It's only right? checks. And then we're going to roll initiative. Intelligence? Intelligence save across the board. Mine's 17. Okay. Oh, Jesus. You get at that shit. I also got 17. Ooh, good job. 11. 12. 16. Uh, wait. I wonder if I add jack of all trades to this. To your save? You do not. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, Lev, uh, Ali, Gord? Sorry, I got 12. Lev, go. I got 17. Oh, shit, no, sorry. I got, I, my intelligence save is plus two because of tomorrow's edge, so that's a 17, not a 16. Nice. Gord, intelligence save? 14. Okay. Uh, also, Fern. Ooh, I think probably the same as you're probably the same intelligence. Let's just check. Ooh, no, not as smart. Eight. Uh, okay. Fern, rolling for my peeps. Uh, that is a success. And. Ooh, that might be a fail. Nope, that's a success too. Hell yeah. Good job. Okay. We'll deal with that in a second. Let's take a break. I'm going to set some shit up. I'm going to get a drink and let's kick <sighs> this shit off. <sighs> I thought okay. I'd have more time. Did everyone uh, roll initiative? No. So let's everyone roll initiative first and then I'll do a breakdown of what you're looking at. Then we'll go over the initiative rolls and then we'll go over what happened. Jesus I, fuck. How? Great, that sounds good. I rolled a natural 20 again. Hey, That's yeah. great! Yeah, on this, not on like... In- initiative's great! I guess. That's like okay. for this game. How is that even... Ugh. Okay, so everyone keep your initiative rolls somewhere. It's at disadvantage, right? Yours is at disadvantage, yes. Uh, oh, well, you, I'll roll Lav. Let me get a dice out for that. Yeah, Lav is not a disadvantage. There's enough light in here that it's dim, uh, but the, there's enough light in here that she can she can work, uh, and it wouldn't have any effect on her initiative anyways. But. I'm just going to shut this door, but I'm good. Okay. Uh, so, quick breakdown of uh, what you're looking at. So, you've got a frost giant here, a frost giant here, Frost giant here, frost giant here. This is the obvious excavation. These are kind of cut down into where this like light spot is this source of energy. You got the big old Jarl chilling there. This guy here, as long as you can see there, this is the crow. You guys begin to funnel in right here. So we have Val on top of Fern. We got Dahlia, Hondo's here. We got Nova here, Lev, Ali beside Lev. Uh, Gord in the back, and Mary coming up this side. Varak popped from invisibility over here. Uh, and one last frost giant here, if I didn't already say. Your room is roughly from side to side. 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 
100, about 115 feet roughly across and about 100 in, uh, in length or width, whatever you want to look at it from there. Um, I think that's everything you need to know unless you have any questions. Four giants we can see, one king giant and uncle and, and, and mind flare. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right, then let's get initiatives. 25 to 20. 25. Ooh. Yes. Hondo? Uh, oh, wait, let me see. Uh, 18. Okay. I just assumed you would roll high. That's just why I called your name. Uh, 15 to 20. Nice. Probably, what did you 19, get? 16. Nice. Uh, Honda, you say you had 18? Yep. We're pretty much together. Like, uh, Lav rolled 12 plus 3, I rolled 9 plus 6, so 15 for both Lav and I. Okay. for you two. Oh, shit. Um, Val, you have higher dexterity, though, yeah? Uh, it's actually the same. Do you want us to just roll off quick? Yeah, just do a quick head-to-head. You're going to be playing the same person, so it hardly matters, but okay. <laughs> Valentine first, then Lavender. 19 to um, 1. That's a good little roll off. <laughs> Uh, who am I missing? Just Allie? Uh, Allie, you got like 16, didn't you? What was that? Uh, yeah, I got 16. Okay, so you're in this group as well. Wow, good rolls, everybody. Okay. Sorry, this is a lot of writing. Um, and last there. Okay, so as you are all brought in um, to this room and beckoned forward by the crow, Lucius gestures for Varak to unleash some hidden surprise upon you and uh, breaking invisibility, the mind flare who is patiently awaiting your arrival unleashes a wave, a, a psychic force across your entire party. Um, those of you who succeeded suffer... What was the success? Sorry, I don't think I heard that number. Mm. I didn't say it. Um, mm. Those of you who <laughs> succeeded <laughs> uh, managed to shield your minds and your bodies from this initial blast uh, in a split second, managing to recall the effects of this type, these types of creatures, mind flares, these aberrations, and shield yourself from the brunt and take no damage and are Ooh. safe. However... Valentine, Gord, Hondo, and Fern. Each of you suffer 22 points of psychic damage. Okay. 
and each of you are stunned. Ooh. Aren't I psychic resistant? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I'm just going to look for the little stun effects in here. And probably give up on that and just use a different one. We have so many of these. <laughs> yeah, stun, paralyze, same thing. So. And you can use that on D&D Bound by going to Conditions if you need to look at it. Val and Fern, Hondo and Gord. Oh, there's a stun. Stunned. Let's use stunned. Perfect. Okay. So marking down the damage you just took. Initiative kicks off. Mary. You are top of uh, initiative order. Okay. Um, so that, yeah, that's me there. Um, I will, oh, fuck. I'll turn right to the guy who's, I just felt fucking try to smash our heads. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to spin, and I had one out because I was actually planning on shooting a Lucius. I'm going to sh- shoot one of my poison arrows at him. Love it. Okay. Okay. You are technically only like five or ten feet away, so you. Oh, am I? You're right here. He's yeah, right okay. here. Okay. So is that, is that disadvantage ten feet away? No, you're fine. I was just saying you're oh, only okay. only this this distance away. You're not at disadvantage. You're fine. Okay, cool. I did just didn't want to be very close to this thing. No, you happen. Uh, it just happened to be where I placed it, and everyone funneled in. Okay. I did I a rolled, random assessment. I rolled a seventeen naturally. So what's that? Nice. Whew, good, because I do not want to waste these. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is. Where the fuck is my bow? So that's a twenty-seven, but it's plus twenty-one, so it's a twenty-eight. Uh, that hits for sure. Okay. So he has to make a save. Let me just find what kind of save it is. I think it's a constitution. Yeah, it's a constitution. DC's not very high. Uh, that is a 15. It That is the save. Uh, so he does, unfortunately, save. Oh, well, he gets half damage. Yeah, still good. Yeah. Um... You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to put a menace. Wait, I'm going to check if menacing attack is only melee. I think it might be. No, it just says weapon attack. Okay, I'm yep, going to make it a menacing fun. attack. Nice. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't get sneak on this. No, not on this one, unfortunately. Okay. So he also has to make, I think that's also a whiz. That's a whiz save. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's much better at that. That's a 19. Oh, well, whatever. I get extra damage. Okay. Sorry, I'm going to take a while to count the dice after I roll these. So roll your roll the poison separately. Aw, oh, man. Well, it's, he's saved against this. Oh, right. Well, it's all the d6s, so that's pretty easy to do. Okay. That's no, not excellent. It's not terrible. And that's better. Um, that's so typical damage. That is 14 plus 
seven. So what the fuck is 14 plus seven? 21. Okay, 21. And then the poison damage is four. Twenty-five divided by two, I guess. Yeah, so that'll take it down to twelve. And unfortunately, he is resistant to poison. Oh, yeah, double, double, double shitty. He's spooky. Um, but so from twelve to six poison. Uh, yeah. and how much for the initial? Uh, twenty-one. Okay. Still pretty dang good. Um, and then I have a second shot, but I'm going to first use my bonus action to, uh, insightful fighting. Mm-hmm. Again, fuck it, I'll just do it against the Jarl. Okay. So, it's a deception check? From you, yeah. Uh, no, fail. If you're sure. <laughs> it was a natural five. Like Oh, it's way beneath my my lowest. Okay, cool. I, I'm pretty confident I don't have that big of a bonus for the Jarl's deception. Cool. Um, okay, and then I'll I have the other arrow out, so I'll shoot another one. Another plus one poison arrow at him. I'll take a step to my Wait, another at the Mind Flare or at the Jarl. The, the Jarl, okay. Nice. So I'll take a step to my left. And then uh, one, two. I'll move up three spaces just so I'm slightly further away from that mind flare. Oh, there's still like cold, cold options there. Oh well. Uh, fuck. Okay, can I move one more diagonal to my left forward? Uh, to there? Yeah, it's probably a terrible idea. I'll go there, and I'm gonna shoot the other one at the Jarl with sneak okay. attack. Yes, you do. Go ahead. Natural 19. Yeah. Nice. You're good. Okay, and then all that poison damage, which he's probably immune to, too. So, what's the... It's a con save on that? Yep. Oh, shit. Conned. Okay, Yarl. Yeah, unfortunately, that's a 17. Oh, fuck. Okay. In fairness, big old giant's constitution yep. is pretty good. Yeah, I know. But extra damage. Damage is damage. Do you want me to roll this? Yeah, I do have to roll it separately, don't I? Yeah, roll it separately because you saved, please. Okay. So that is... Six. Uh, Eleven. Twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, eighteen, nineteen. Twenty-five again on the poison. Okay. And then... Fourteen, because twenty-one again on the regular one. Love it. Good to go. Uh, that That's... is your first shot. Just instinctively, just pulling your focus to the first thing that tried to attack your whole group. Fire the arrow, rush forward, drawing your second poison-tipped arrow, and firing up into the face of the giant uh, who brings his shield up and it deflects down and does manage to to skin across him dealing some of the poison damage but he manages to bring a big ass shield up and deflect a little bit of the blow sorry add one more point of damage because it's plus one arrow but uh other than that i'm done and i don't know if you have a marker for him just so i remember i sneak on him uh any, i'll put any, literally something anything. on for you yeah doesn't matter 
Uh, I've got this big red one. Great. You can have that. Okay, that's it. It's my turn. Okay, end of Mary's turn. The crow is going to uh, use a legendary action to cast Frostbite uh, at Mary. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, no, sorry. I thought that was something different. Uh, you know what? Yeah, he'll tr- he'll try it on you. Why the fuck not? Uh, I need you to make Constitution saving throw. Okay. Fell in a hole. Okay, that is seventeen. Uh, that's a fail. Oh shit. Uh, so the uh, let's see. You suffer. Uh, oh wow, pretty good roll. Twelve points of cold damage. And you have disadvantage on your next weapon attack. Is it 12 or is it 6? You failed. For me. Oh, you're resistant. There, you're correct. Yeah. Mm, uh, great. So, 6 points of cold damage, but you have disadvantage on your next weapon attack. Okay. So, try Good and call. keep that in mind. Yep. Um, and try and keep everyone in mind who has disadvantage for exhaustion. I'll do my best to try and keep this all straight and orderly, but it's going to get messy. So I think it's just me who has exhaustion. Uh, okay. That's his legendary action. It's now his turn. <clears throat> With his turn, the crow. Hmm. What will he do? You guys are just so beautifully bunched up. I'm just going to assume, yeah, stun, I won't be able to have any reactions. I think I already saw that. Stun, you are out. Yeah. Let's see here. Hmm. That's pretty good. No, he's going to save that. Save that. Sorry. There's a lot to uh, unpack as we start this. All good? I think this makes the most sense to do. So let's do this. I need... Yeah. Uh, do I need sight? Line of sight. You can see. Okay. Uh, the crow is going to go five, 10. 15. Actually, no, not. I lied. Um, I can see from here. So he's fine here. He's going to go here to here. Oh, shit. Chill. Everybody chill. I need Alana. To make a wisdom saving throw, but you do have advantage. Yay! Okay. Oh, thank goodness. Okay. Oh, perfect. Okay, hold on. 
17. 17, unfortunately, is a failure. <gasps> yeah! oh. Can Lav use Bend Luck here? When another creature you can see makes an attack roll, an ability check, or a saving throw, you can use your action and spend two sorcery points. Roll 1d4, apply the number rolled as a bonus to the creature's roll. You can She's do so after stunned, the roll. Right? You can do so stunned. after the roll, but before any effects occur. She is not stunned. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Just going to roll 1d4. So, it, mm, yeah. Uh, it's fine. It's just one of those things of like where I say it doesn't work and then you say you're going to try something. It's like one of those things of shield um, where like you can't know whether it's going to work or not before you roll. When you mm. hear Alana's total, you can say, I'm going to try and add to that. You can do so after the roll before any effects occur. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, sorry, you're right. It's okay. Like I'm, I'm cool with it because it's kind of, it's kind of difficult because I jump on answers real quick to try and keep pace, but it's fine. So okay. add the roll of default. So uh, only a two. That brings up to a nineteen. Mm-hmm. That will do it. Hey. Thank you. Oh my god. Thank you. Uh, Lana, you feel your mind begin to try. Uh, his voice seeps in and just clouds around your mind. The, these whispers, these constant whispers and shadow begin to encase your mind and your eyes, and you begin to see red around you. But lavender at your side. Uh, puts a hand out and stills your heart and stills your mind and you shake the effect away and the effect is not taking hold within you. Thanks, girl. That one's done. I got you. He scowls and moved. Just gonna go there. And end his turn. Yes. That takes us to Gord. Gord, you are stunned uh, at the end of your turn, which is essentially your whole turn fades, unfortunately, without being able to do anything. Uh, You can make another intelligence save to try and shake the stun. So roll an intelligence save. Nineteen. At the end of your turn, you shake the effects of the stun, uh, and unfortunately you have to use up your turn to do so, but you are now free for your next round to, uh, to do as you wish. That takes us to Hondo, who has to do the same thing. As you are stunned, uh, hit it with a intelligence saving throw at the end of your turn. I don't do the throw yet. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No. Intelligence save, mm. that's an eight. What's your bonus? I think, I'm guessing it's one. Let me see. Intelligence save, yeah, plus one. Uh, unfortunately, you are still stunned under the effect. Whatever lingering effects from your last encounter with this creature, its tendrils seemingly having still have a hold on your mind, uh, and you unfortunately are still stunned. Urgh. That takes us back to the old Mind Flayer's turn. Hmm. And he does get Mind Blast back. That's very handy. Let's see. Um, if he gets it back, he may as well use it. So 
5, 10, 15. Getting to there. Let's see, where's my cone? So if I angle it that way. Gord is safe, but everyone else will get hit. Uh, so I need intelligence saves across the board. 16. 16 is the DC. Mary manages to shake the effect. Alana. Nine. Also 16. Success. Valentine was a 19. Well, you're already Sorry. Stunned. Lav was a 19. Oh, okay. And I got a 17. You're already stunned, so there's no real effect for you. You're just still stunned. Do I save damage there, I guess? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I suppose that's true. But if you're stunned, do you... It was, said he only fails strength and deck saving throws. Yeah, your brain still works. You just can't. Yeah, you can't take actions and reactions, but you are good. So you rolled and saved. Uh, same with Fern. I'll roll Fern, sorry. Fern failed that. Uh, okay, so another 22 points of psychic damage to Fern. Uh, Hondo, intelligence save. Nice. Uh, 19 on the dice. So you don't take any further damage, but unfortunately you are still stunned from your last round. I'll take it. And Nova succeeds, but Dahlia fails, which sucks. And Dahlia, where are you? 22 points. And she is stunned now. No. Dahlia. This is going to go to shit real fast. It's all good. First round. A decent initiative by him and... Uh, I rolled a six on the die to get that back. So, uh, 5, 10, 15, 20. Is your 5, 10, 15, 20. After he gets that. Put him over. Oh, he can't go there. Go there. Good there. Um, and that is going to end his turn. I don't think I have any bonus actions. So, yes. Ending his turn, we go to the first of our frost giants. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty. Uh, he picks up. He just like slams his fist down into the ground, and just with both hands kneels down and hit, picks up a huge hunk of ice and just uh, is gonna throw it at Mary. His easiest sight on you. Uh, not great. Uh, that's only a 14. Mm. Does not hit. Uh, so he, uh, he throws it and it just, uh, it's such a slow arc. Uh, you get super low, slide down, uh, and it slams into the ground and tumbles and slams into the wall behind. Uh, and that is going to end his turn. Taking us to Nova. Nova is up. Um, he... He, take it, he hasn't taken any damage yet. He succeeded on everything. So that's good. And he is going to do as instructed. 5, 10, 25, 30. Get up on the crow. Oh boy, no. You were so beautiful. Uh, that is going to hit. Where's my to hit? I rolled a 
natural 16, so definitely gonna hit. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Roll some damage. Uh, four, seven, uh, seven, 14 points of damage, not bad. But I'm gonna use my reaction to get the fuck out of there. And I'll switch back over here. <clears throat> this still takes the damage. Of 21. Okay. Nova uh, cannot move any further, so that ends his turn. And takes us to Allie. Okay. Um, I'm going to take out my horn okay. of bravery and blow it. Okay. Using your action, you draw the horn of bravery and blow it very loud. It does what? It. Uh, have we ever used this? I'm not sure. I think we used it once. I think you've used it. Uh, essentially, uh, I'll just read it. Uh, and using an action, the wielder may blow the horn, which rings out and is audible for 300 feet. It sound inspires bravery in every creature within 25 feet of the horn blower. All creatures in the radius gain advantage on saves against fear and stun effects for one minute. Fear and stun. Right. Um, these creatures, including the horn blower, gain temporary hit points equal to 1d10 and the wielder's strength modifier. Once, and then it can't be used until tomorrow. So, sorry, I missed the beginning of that. Is there a number of creatures or just anyone who can hear? Anyone who can hear within the 300 or the 25 feet around me. That is all your allies. So roll 1d10 plus 5. Ooh. 13. Uh, so temporary hit points, 13 temporary hit points to everybody. And you now have advantage on fear effects and stun effects. Stun effect being all of the mind flare mind blasts. So if yes. anything comes your way, Fletch. mind blast. Fletch. Remember, you have advantage. I will forget. <laughs> we will all remember for everyone else. Let's hope so. Uh, but that is your action, Allie. Great. Right. So you are still back here if you want to use your movement and bonus. Okay. Uh, hmm. Can I, can I, hmm. The only th I want to rage, but I gotta, mm, yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll rage, that's fine. Because then if okay. I get hit, I can keep it. I'll, I'll probably mm -hmm. get hit. Using your bonus action, you draw upon the anger that was almost forced upon you by the crow and this time uh, taking it for yourself you unleash your your rage and are now raging uh are you gonna stay there or are you gonna move uh is is val still nearby val is right here so val's about 10 feet forward from you and he seemed he and fern both seem to be a little shaken okay I'll, um, I'll stay there just in case okay holding your line ally uh that's the end of your turn Valentine is up. Unfortunately, you are stunned, but you now have advantage on the save at the end of your turn, which is now. Uh, so advantage for you and for uh, Fern. You'll do both at the same time. Oh, this is not good. Int bonus? Intelligence save. Okay, 14 for Val. That is unfortunate. Advantage? Failure still. Yeah. <laughs> 
Ooh, and uh, it's basically the exact same for Fern. So we're both Unfortunately, uh, you maintain oh. the stun effect. Uh, unfortunately, that's all good. But and that is going to end your turn. But you get to go again as Lavender. <laughs> well, now it's my turn. Uh, so talk to me about Big Daddy. Also has a giant beside him, correct? Yeah. So there is uh, the Jarl here, and then there's a second uh, regular Frost Giant, kind of right back behind him. You have he technically has like three quarter cover if you're going to angle something, but a group thing is going to hit both. Perfect. I'm going to do a group thing. I'm going to cast level four confusion. Ooh. Okay. Give me two seconds. I meant to look something up earlier. And oh, come on. Uh, okay. Wild magic first off the hop. Ooh, fun. Seven. My heart skipped a beat. It looks so close <laughs> to a one. Uh, so that is uh, fine. And you managed to cast a spell. What's the range? Uh, so range is 90 feet. It's a 10-foot radius. Uh, yeah, you're fine. And you technically can hit both. They take up huge spaces, but you can get it right in between both of them. Perfect. So save is what? Wisdom 17. Wisdom 17. Let's look up our stats for our characters here. This will be you. Uh, wow, okay, natural 17 for the Jarl. Okay. Uh, natural four for the other guy. Other dude. So fail on him for sure. Success on Jarl. So I can tell you when that guy goes, he just basically has to roll a d10 and then it'll determine what he does. Okay, I'm gonna put this red marker on him. And I'll remember that uh, this is confusion for a lab, so I'll set this up. And I'll put it's con- it's concentration, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's confusion for a lab. <laughs> I will put a marker on her. Are you gonna stay here? She's kind of sitting right beside Allie back here. She's there, eh? Okay, so she is going to bonus action inspire Valentine. Ooh. And be like, stop standing there like an idiot. And then she is going to um, try and get some cover in that cave entrance where we were hiding before. Though I guess if she wants to counterspell some shit, she, she will see lose. It. Yeah, she'll lose visual on pretty much everything by pulling away. Who's there? Is that Dal just chilling um, to her left, to her Who's west? Here? Yeah. Right here. This is Gord. You got Allie directly in front of you. Dahlia is stunned right here. This guy over here is Nova, and the rest of you are kind of just all right there. Yeah, can she just um, take like one step back and then let's go there? Yep. Just like back here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that puts her there. And, and then, yeah, her. D6 to Val. Yeah. So you're insp- inspired for next round. Okay. But that ends her turn and takes us to the Jarl. Jarl, where are you? Hmm. Uh, hmm. Yeah, you're still Val. You still have tongues up for an hour, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, it's not concentration, right? No, it's just like a, you have it for an hour. It's kind of like mage armor. You get it 
one one and done. Mm-hmm. Okay. As the Jarl picks up his great axe in hand, or not great axe, his, uh, I guess it's a battle axe, uh, but it's the size of bigger than any of your great axes. It's a two-handed weapon, fits easily in his mighty singular hand. He hefts this shield, and with this, charges forward. Actually, doesn't charge, he saunters, because it doesn't take him a whole lot to get there. Um, and from here, towards Valentine, actually, Towards Valentine, but as he begins walking, with a head back towards, um, towards the crow, towards Lucius, towards your uncle, through your stunned state, you can just pick up the words as he looks back to him and says, "This is for the ring," and mm. brings his sword down or his axe down on top of you. I'm like, oh. <laughs> uh, and he is going to roll. As you are stunned, I believe he has advantage. Yep. I don't know if uh, stunned means crits. I don't can think check so, real quick. But if anyone would mind looking that up, because that will matter. I think that's, I think that's only um, paralyzed. I'll look it up. Attack rolls yep. against creature have advantage. I just didn't realize it was in paralyzed, so I thought it was stunned. I thought it was backwards. But regardless, uh, I rolled. Where's my thing here? Um, no, it's just you just have advantage. Okay, so 25 to hit. That'll do. And that's going to be. Ooh, pretty good. Uh, 34 points of slashing damage. Okay. And an additional 10 points of cold damage. Okay. I don't have anything that protects me. Nope. I don't think so, no. It was asked and then given to Mary instead. Mm-hmm. Uh, second attack is the exact same. 25. Okay. For a total of... Oof, Jesus. Uh, love me a d12. Fuck, is it powerful. Uh, 30 points of slashing damage. Mm-hmm. And only four. Wow, that's shit. Four points of cold. Okay. Got 13 health. How? How do you already... <laughs> took damage he in the took first fight. a lot of hits there, yeah. And then this guy just fucked me up. Great. I think you failed both of the Mind Flayer, didn't you? Just one. 22 mm. off the top. But these are two big, powerful hits. Like... More so than you expect out of any of these creatures. It's a huge giant daddy with yeah. a fucking axe. <laughs> He's a big boy. Um, but that is going to... Oh, shit. I should have done this first. Eh, well, live and learn. Um, may as well do it now. Uh, at, the, at the end of slashing twice across... Uh, Uh, you see on the giant's belt begin to flare with this bluish uh, energy, this Jotun rune that is emblazoned across his massive belt. Um, As he strikes the first time, it begins to flare. As he brings Zax the second time down, 
you see this energy course across him and his muscles begin to bulge. His veins turn even deeper blue and thicker. He almost seems to grow a foot in size as he just banes up and grows in impressive strength. Uh, with this massive roar, he's going to hold like it. his position like there it. and end his turn. At the end of his turn... Um, the crow is going to use a legendary action to attempt to uh, cast frostbite on Nova. Nova rolls. Oh, I think that's a fail. Nova does fail that and is going to suffer uh, nine points of cold damage and have disadvantage on his next attack. But that will take us to Oh, all my giants. Uh, so. Do you want to do this one first, just to get out of the way, the one who has confusion? Yes, good call. So roll a d10. Okay. Nine and 10, it can do something normal. And then the rest, there's other things. It was a three. Okay, so three is the creature doesn't move or take actions this turn. Beauty. I love when a plan comes together. At the end of its turn, it can save. Uh, I'll do that now then. Okay. It's going to end this turn. Wisdom save. Wiz save of... uh, Wisdom save of... 13 is a fail. Yep. So that is... Which guy is that? That's staff guy. So staff guy um, is done. Actually, he wasn't actually supposed to go there. He rolled higher, but that's okay. I'll save that for his actual turn. Sure. So we'll put a big X there. Uh, but these other three are still up and are probably just going to make their way into the fight. And... Uh, so one is going to throw a rock or a uh, chunk of ice at Mary one is going to throw what space am I in there I'm like on a line you are in this space right here Okay. you're like right on the edge going into the first dip Okay. I know it's kind of hard to see with the light I know Um, so uh, ice against Mary uh, oh, that's a natural 18. Uh, 27 total. Yeah. That one's going to hit. Uh, that is going to be 28 points of, uh, of cold damage reduced to 14. Oof. For your resistance. Uh, one is going to take a strike at Dahlia at advantage because she's stunned just with his great axe and that is going to hit her or what okay 17 Uh, strikes her for one and is going to go for a second strike on her. 
How do you miss on a stun target with advantage? It's fucking crazy. Okay, well, second one misses, just slips on the ice or some shit. Who cares? Uh, and finally, uh, another thrown target. Let's see. Let's throw it Fern. My sweet boy. Sweet boy getting hit for a 20 total. That'll hit. That hits for Fern and is going to deal... Oh, wow, that's very high. Uh, 36 points. <laughs> yeah, he pops. I was pushed. Valentine, as you're stunned, you do fall prone. Okay. As you're unable to save yourself from falling on your face. And you fall prone. This fern is sent here, but not here. It's very weird. Poor Fernie boy. <laughs> uh, and that's going to end the giant's turns and take us back to top of the round with Mary. But at the top of the round, a wave of cold pulsates out, and I need everyone to make constitution saving throws. Okay. 15. Uh, 15 is a success. Oh, Kev. It's not so bad. Uh, so five total. Fail. Allie? 27. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. Mary? 15. Uh, Val? 17. Uh, Lav? 14. Gord? 15. Okay. Uh, everyone succeeds except Hondo, who takes one point of cold damage. And it's, it would be reduced if it was more than one. But unfortunately, <laughs> you, yeah, it's still take the one. <laughs> it's just a, a sudden kind of blast of cold just gets up and underneath you. But you guys have managed to, without any beyond Mary, I guess you didn't even need to make it because you were resistant as well. You would have saved enough damage from it anyways, but it doesn't matter. Um, you are resistant to it, and it is now your turn. Okay. Um... Well, I don't like that guy standing over Val. I'm not a big fan either. Um, I'm just gonna go right up to him, I guess. I can't fly. I sorry, that. I have to point out as well. This giant is in combat with you. Oh. Uh, he is in range. They do have 10 foot range, as all these giants do. So actually, you're even in combat with this guy currently. But I can't hit him. You can't, but he can hit you. Oh, and I can't move anywhere where I move. Can you disengage? Do you have that ability? I do, but then I don't get an extra hit. Um, yeah, I'll do it. I'll disengage. Okay, bonus action, disengage. And just take a step forward. Uh, forward as in this way? Towards, just towards what's his fuck? Just so I can get, yeah, probably just so I can get range. Uh, okay, so you gotta actually get, uh, I guess, yeah, he takes up that space. So if you get to there, you're Great. in range to hit him, but I'm gonna take a swipe at you with my other guy. Yeah. No, I had to disengage. Oh, you're right. Sorry. I rolled a one anyway, so. <laughs> okay. And this is this first okay. attack is at disadvantage. Is it just first one or is it the second one too? Just single attack. The first attack you make is at disadvantage. Oh, I rolled. So it's only a 17. A 17 against the Jarl just hits. <gasps> oh, okay. Good to know. Yeah. Jarl's AC, 17. Not okay. a ton better than everybody else, but. 
But he a beast. He's a, he a big boy. You know? <laughs> He's not hurting too bad. Um, he big. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to make this. This is so stupid. You get sneak uh, on him as well, by the way. I know I do, yeah. yeah. And I'm going to make Although, this. Although, sorry, you don't get it on this strike because you had disadvantage. You're right, but I will the next time. Yeah, sorry. I'm going to make this a uh, goading attack because I don't Ooh. want to hit Valentine again. Mm-hmm. That's so mm-hmm. smart. Mm-hmm. So, so it's a whiz save. Uh, oh, okay. I was going to say, what's the effect? But... It's not automatic, this one. Perfect. Um, Wisdom is not his strength. Well, it's not too bad, though. Let's see. Uh, nope. Not with a six. Is that a six or a nine? That's a six. That is going to be 13. Okay. Uh, my DC is 18, so okay. uh, basically, he, when he fails, he has disadvantage on attack rolls against targets other than you. So disadvantage, okay. If he okay. was to hit, try to hit Valigan, he has disadvantage. Well, he'd have advantage because he's prone and stuff. I know, so it would make it... So it'd be a flat roll, but yeah, we're still a ways from... Val could get up by now, by then, so... Who knows? Okay. Uh, the damage on that is not great. Uh, do you need psychic separately? No, you're fine. Okay. That's uh, where the fuck is Mage's Bane? That's 17 points of damage. Okay. Second attack, straight roll. Yep, regular attack. It's a 21. Uh, yeah, that hits. This one will have sneak. Much better roll. That's probably even more damage. It's 12. Uh, 28 points of damage. Jesus, really? Holy shit. I rolled two sixes on my d6s and a seven on my d8. It's coming and back. A, it's coming and a two back. on my d4. Uh, sorry, <laughs> what was the total? I 20, counted. 28? 6, 6, 12, 34, 18, 19, 20, 21, yeah, 28. Okay. Fuck, that's a lot for a second. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, that one got the sneak, right? So. That's still, that's just impressive. And hitting on the disadvantage. Uh, you've used yep. your bonus action. I've used everything, except for more movement, I guess. Yeah, do you um, want to move or stay? Uh, I'll stay. Okay. Uh, at the end you of your... two attacks? Did I miss that? You should attack twice. Okay, great. Uh, and then usually has a third one with her bonus action, but use it to disengage. Um, five, ten, five. Um, ten. Yeah, when I hit him with that the the goading attack, I know he probably can't fucking hear me, but I'll say like, "All right, fucker, hit something that can actually hit you back." Mm, I like it. Uh, at the end of your turn, the crow is going to use a legendary action to cast frostbite on you. Make a con save, please. Uh, that is 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 17? 17 is a failure. Oh, fuck. You suffer, ooh, what would have been 14 points reduced to 7 cold damage. Right. And you have disadvantage on your next first strike. Okay. Your next weapon attack, whatever it may be. So that even counts, like, if you use your reaction, like, it's that one. Yeah. Okay. Okay, uh, that takes us to the crew. The crow. Zoop. Steps one step forward. And. Do, 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 do. 
Let's see. something up real quick I'm sorry I've looked the same thing up like 12 times 10 10 okay okay so 120 foot range yep I'm gonna step you see the crow step forward ever so slightly and raises his hand aloft. You see the glittering ring covered in frost around his hand. You see it cascade in a, in a scatter of frost uh, that he kind of sprays across and it seems to stretch impossibly far and then solidify and he <laughs> brings down a impressive wall of ice down across this entire space here. I need. Can, can Lav see this and try counterspell? You moved her beyond the visual oh, yeah, range. She's behind that little rock. To okay. tuck her back in this corner here. So unfortunately, no. And it's going to be a. Uh, sorry. A dexterity saving throw from Gord, Ali, Hondo, and Val. But if Val is stunned. Does, is that an auto fail or are you just, just I think it's disadvantage let me just check quick automatically fail strength and dex yep sorry you're right so actually that might also hit Nova um, is it 10-10 so you create a wall of ice on a solid surface within range uh Shape a flat surface made of 10 10 foot square panels. That's a big wall. Okay. So that stretches 100 feet. So. He says. Yeah, I mean, the whole way. So Nova as well. So uh, deck save from Gord. 22, baby. Nice. Jesus. Dexterity save from Elena. 17. That is unfortunately a failure. Dex save from Hondo. I rolled a one, so... Oh, that is still technically a success because you're a rogue and an asshole. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) That is an automatic failure from Valentine. Yeah. And Nova Core rolls a failure as well. So... have made or bought something to exist as a wall and I never do and I'm always angry about it I don't know why I do these things to myself but I'll use these as part of the spell the wall cuts through a creature's space Uh, you're pushed to one side of the wall and must make a deck save which you are so Lavender is unfortunately knocked back into the into the tunnel and cut off from the group. As Gord is shoved forward, Allie is shoved forward. 
you shove forward, you're shoved. And it takes this space and is essentially cutting off all the way over here, which Nova is also shoved forward. Now I'm gonna roll damage. Thirty-four points of cold damage to Valentine. I'm out. Valentine's unconscious. But then I jump back up at one health. Valentine's conscious at one hit point. <laughs> death, death ward. And I'm not stunned anymore, suckers. My plan all along. <laughs> Woo! Actually, that's pretty great. <laughs> the Gord, you failed, I think. No, you succeeded. So you take 17 points of cold damage. Allie, you... What did you roll? 17, 17. Yeah. So that is a full 34 to you. And then half because I raged. Oh, you did rage. Sorry, yeah. I thought I thought you had decided not to. So you are yep. correct. 17 yeah. to Rage. Hondo, oh you failed but succeeded because you're rogue. You take 17. I get it half because it's cold. Hey, good call. Oh my god, uh, Hondo. <laughs> baby. Go, go. That is eight points of cold damage to Hondo. They'll outlive us all, folks. <laughs> uh, and Nova failed and takes the full. He three. is dead. He has to make a con save to see if he can. Oh, natural 20. He maintains uh, boy. concentration on Mary's resistance. Thank you. <laughs> no. I just Thank I just goaded a giant ice giant. So. <laughs> Fight me. Okay, uh, that is action, action on the jazz. That's all done. Yada, yada. Is the ice see-through? What's it like? The ice is... Uh, it doesn't say... I'm going to say it's opaque. Okay. It's ice. Uh, to me, that makes sense. I'm going to say it's opaque. You can see shadowy figures through. They have five feet of ice. That's pretty solid. Like Ten feet. Yeah, that's true. Ten feet thick? Ten feet thick? Ten, uh, yeah, I think so. Ten by Oof. ten. Damn, son. Ten by ten square panels. Wait, wouldn't that be ten tall and ten wide? Isn't that the same thing? No, I was thinking like ten tall and ten long. And then thickness. It's not ten by ten by ten. That'd be like a cube. Oh, no, you're right. Uh, the wall is... Each panel must be contiguous. Sorry, yes, you're right. The wall is one foot thick. Okay. wall is one foot thick, but is ten feet wide and ten feet tall. Okay. Uh, that And it cuts like a hundred feet across. It's a big wall. That is action by the crow. And he is going to... Actually, just tuck back into this little corner he had here. It was nice. Uh, end of his turn takes us to Gord. You are back Gordon. here beside this wall. It is now your turn. Um, I'm going to point my finger at the crow. Uh, at this point, he has pretty significant cover from you. He's way over in this corner. This wall cuts all the way over here, and then he's got his little finger here. You can move, though. You would have to move a fair ways and then have a good distance. But I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying you got to move from here. 
So he's kind of hidden up to here, so you got to be kind of in this line over here. How far away is he from where I'm standing right now? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60, 65, 70, 75, 80, 85, 90, like 90, 95, and kind of tucked in a corner. Can you see this down here? This mm -hmm. guy here. He's kind of tucked in behind this little thing, and this wall technically extends to like here. So he's got some good cover from me. If he were to come out this way, you could see through him past, like, past the giant and all this shit. But that's the spooky yeah. mind flare up there, right? But it does put you in combat with this guy and this guy. Oh, that's a giant shit. up in that direction so that I'm at least 60 feet away from the crow. You're going to walk this way? No, like up. Oh, okay. Uh, so five, like diagonally, you mean? Five, ten, fifteen... I'm going to be 60 feet. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, Mm. So you can move freely to there and have line of sight. Yes. Um, and then I'm going to cast Finger of Death. Okay. You summon the Finger of Death, and yeah, from behind you, the Mind Flare attempts to stop that from happening. Uh, and he makes a spell attack modifier, which I'm pretty sure is, is unfortunately a failure and sucks. Waste of a spell. But you got him. Nice. So uh, Finger of Death is con save? Yep. Okay. Uh, let's see. That is going to be, where are you? Con save of only a 15. Oof, that's full then. Full damage. Roll 300 dice. <laughs> I think it's 78 plus 30. Oh my God. Thank you, Orcus. Thank you, Orcus. Thirty-six. Is that on Plus, the dice or yeah? That's yeah. On the dice, so. So sixty-six total. Yeah. Ooh, that's fitting. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that is really fitting. Sixty-six points of damage. Jesus. Fuck yeah, Gord. You may have just made yourself a target. You did, <laughs> but you know what else you did? You knocked concentration on the wall. Oof. Fuck wow. yeah. Because I can't succeed on a 33. <laughs> Half that damage. That's nuts. As you manage to strike him, unless. Oh, it's necrotic. Am I resistant to necrotic? Nope. Full Oof. 66 coming in. That's a big ol' hit. You summon the energies of Orcus. And in a simple, like, casual walk past this battlefield of mayhem, 
just fire off this single ray of green and black. And the crow is so focused on Valentine and on the, all this energy over here does not see this simple feline friend send death his way. My best friend. That's your action. <laughs> Anything else in the in the <laughs> pocket there, Gord? Do you want Sorry, to yeah, I was just reading. Um, no, I can't really... Yeah, your bonus actions are pretty limited after casting a 7th level spell. Yeah, they're all concentration, so I'm probably good. Uh, okay, that ends Gord's turn. And as a legendary action, the crow is definitely going to react to that. He mad. Uh, let's see. Hey Gord, isn't is your like become Ghost Rider a bonus action? Oh yeah, flame on. Mm-hmm. That's bonus. Your like new form. Doesn't that give you like extra hit points and shit? That's it. Jesus. It'd be under your features and traits. You talking about investiture of flame? <laughs> no, you're uh, in your like actual class features. Part of your vengeful soul new class is you can become a weapon of death, become an instrument of death, and kind of take on this powerful form as a bonus action. Kind of like a half rage. Uh, I don't know. Herald of death. That's what it is. Yeah. One with death. Oh my god, do that. It's a bonus action. It looks dope. I think it just, it's going to give you, like... You know, I mean, it was just It'll give you some cool but shit. It, it, if you don't want to, if you want to save it, if you don't want to do it, totally fine. Oh, you, you become resistant to fire and immune to fear. That's cool. Gord, yeah or nay? It's free to use if you want. Oh, you want? I can do it right now. Yeah, yeah we're action. we're just about the end of your turn. If you want to, if you want to use it, oh, as a sure, yeah, fuck it, let's do it. All Heck right. Yeah. What does it look like? What do you look like when you take on the Herald of Death form of Orcus? Mm. I don't know. Fire. A lot of black fire. You want. If you want to look like Ghost Rider, if you want to look more demonic. Elsa from Frozen. Mm-hmm. Also an option. <laughs> I don't know. Just like, fuck. I can't really think of anything right now. Let's just say Ghost Rider for the time being. Yeah, Ghost Rider's dope. Ghost Flame key. envelops your form. Your your fur and skin turn uh, black, uh, blacker and blackened. Your skin like looks uh, as if you've been burned and and like just sizzling with flame, as a flame aura surrounds your helmet in this black and purple and red flame. Uh, every bit of your clothes and armor uh, just flare with necrotic flame. You'll love to see it. And that'll end your turn, and then the crow will send uh, a frostbite cantrip towards you. Make a constitution saving throw, please, Gord. Wow. 
Ooh, that's a four. <laughs> <laughs> that's a failure. You take 13 points of cold damage. Cold. And uh, have disadvantage on your next weapon attack. Not spell attack. Specific to weapon attack. Um, but that'll end that legendary action and end your turn. And take us to Hondo. Hondo, you are still stunned, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you have advantage now. You have advantage on the effect to save which at the end of your turn, which is now. So, Come on, buddy. Intelligence save at advantage. Here we go. Okay. Uh, Try another what's, one. What's your modifier for intelligence save? I think it's one. Yeah. So 15, that would have been. I thought it's rogues one. had a, a, a proficiency in that for some reason. Mm. Unfortunately, total of 15 is not enough. Uh, you remain. Can I use, can I use, sorry, bad luck on that? Can I try? You can, but try and remember to use it ahead I don't of have to. I don't have to. It's fine. Lavender can actually see now. Okay. Uh, although, has she gone since she used it last? Does she have a reaction up yet? I think she did it before her turn. I think you're right. So yeah, roll a d4. Yeah, because she can touch Allie. And then so can... you add two to whatever that top one was. So what so did you roll seven. naturally? 14? 14 plus one is to save 15 plus two. That'll give you the save. Oh. Uh, so mark off those sorcery points as well. I think she's out now. Oh, okay. Because uh, that was, yeah, two uses, so it's four. She's got two left. Oh, there you go. Uh, okay, so that w- is Lavender's reaction, Hondo's turn. That takes us to ye old Mind Flayer. Oh, fuck the fucking Mind Flayer. Well, let's actually, I shouldn't even move. Let's see if I get this Mind Blast back. Mmm. Mmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You're not stunned because you are there. What is Varak going to do? Just wish he'd eat Hondo's brain. He knows the taste. (laughs) (laughs) He'd love to. He's (laughs) He's thinking about it. If Hondo was still stunned, I definitely would think about it. But he's also got Allie, like, right there. So tasty. Okay, so I'm going to undo my move there, because I wasn't sure if I had that back yet. Hmm. Ooh, this is scary looking. Let's see, where's my cone? I don't want to hit the Jarl. That would be mean. There. I should skate by the Jarl and still hit Val. So, yeah. Wait, does that get Lavender? No, Lavender. Roll high, everyone. What? Roll high, everyone. Yeah, so that's going to be Allie, Hondo, and Valentine. With advantage. With advantage. What saves are these? These are intelligence saves at advantage. Okay. As he mind blasts (sighs) more. Fine. Okay. Yeah, that's 
Okay. Allie, obviously you feel like you've succeeded. Natural 20. That'll do. Yay. <laughs> uh, Valentine? Al got 11 for insave. Okay, that's a fail. Oh. And then uh, Lav got 14. Lav, Lav's out of it. Lav's safe. Oh. She, it was it was too tight too tight of a, a turn to and lavender's out down the, the tunnel, but that does take Valentine to zero hit points once more. Yeah, he down. You are on Hondo intelligence save at advantage. Uh, first one's four. Ooh, that's not great. With advantage, come on, buddy. You gotta get a fifteen or higher. <gasps> Ooh, Val still has lavender's. Um, what's it fucking called? Inspiration. He's six from inspiration. So I said 11. That's a one. (laughs) That is unfortunately still a failure. Um, that is also, sorry, Kevin, you are stunned once more. We need to fuck up this mind player. He's just going to keep mind blasting. Uh, So, Valentine goes unconscious. Kevin, you are stunned and take 22 points of psychic damage. Uh, Oh, I got to do it. See if she still takes damage or not. Dahlia. No, she saves. Okay, no damage to her, but she's still stunned anyways. Allie saves with a natural 20. 5, 10, 15, 20. And we move back to there. That'll end Varrock's turn. This guy, this is the giant with the staff who gets affected by the confusion. This would be his turn. It's nullified. We go to Nova, who is still up and is just going to turn his attentions to the Jarl, who he's currently just standing in combat with, uh, who is hungrily standing over Valentine. And is going to take his attack. And, oh, is that a 19? Oh, it's a 16. But he still hits. This doesn't matter, but he has disadvantage because of Mary's thing. I rolled an 18 and a, and a, uh, a 16. Uh, so from for like, I was rolling two attacks at once, but 16 and 18, still pretty good. So he still hits at disadvantage. Not great on damage. Um, that is 15. Come on, math. And second attack, straight roll. Just cocked. Is this on Val's unconscious form, by the way? This is Nova. Oh, Jesus, I was already doing death saves. Fuck me. Nah, Nova's fighting for you. Oh, thank God. I mean, he was attacking you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Nova turns halfway through the battle and says, fuck this guy. I want his blade. I will wield all the blades. Uh, he hits the second attack. Uh, oh, but he's resistant to fire, so I gotta lose some of that. Yes, so let's take some of that off and finish his turn. Okay. Nova attacks, uh, focusing on the arrow, but you watch, he does not really give a shit about the fire damage coming at him. Uh, he's less less concerned about the fire. Um, but that ends Nova's turn. He's going to stay there in the fight as we go to Allie. Allie, you are still back here. Uh, okay. Valentine has fully fallen unconscious now. Fern has been destroyed. Hondo has just constantly been frozen in place by this psychic energy directly in front of you. You see Dahlia is under the same effect beside you. Um, but 
It is now your turn. You have the Mind Flare pulled back over here. The giant within combat range of you. Okay. Uh, and the Jarl is about 15 feet uh, ahead of you. And the crow is way the fuck over there. Can I go for the Mind Flare, please? You got it. Okay. Okay. Fuck him up. All right. Rushing into his face, you see him beginning to pull back. Tentacles flare up, and you see this ringed mouth of several just different layers of teeth beneath. Um. Okay. Uh. Twenty-five to hit. That'll hit. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh. Let's see. And I'm raging. Okay. Hold on. Oh, I'm so nervous. 23 damage. 23? Yep. Okay. Looks pretty hurt. Okay. I'm going to go for second attack. Okay. Okay. 22 to hit. Uh, He's going to shield and Mm. block that. Boo. Bringing his AC up a little higher. Uh, And manages, yeah, he just arcane shield pulls up and uh, protects himself from this next attack, mm. uh, pulling his AC up to here for now. Uh, that's your action. Can I mark him? Uh, yeah, sure. I forget okay. how that works. Just as you strike, do you mark him? Yeah, so I mark him. So basically he has unwavering mark, so he has a disadvantage on attacks on everyone else except for me. Okay, so he's got to focus on you. I'll make this he's got green. got focus on me. Green one is going to be your unwavering mark. Okay. Put that around him. Okay, that's your action. And is it, is it a bonus action to mark? Yep. Yep. Okay, so that's your full turn then. Yeah. Good to go. End of Allie's turn. Takes us to Valentine. I need a death save. Yep. Do I have disadvantage on this? No, oh. it's a save. It, yeah, no. Uh, fail. Nine. Okay. Oh, fuck. One fail. It is now Lavender's turn. Go again. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. Lav, where is my sweet Lav now? She's off the map. So let's have her move in. Yeah, so Lavender is pulled back. She was pushed back a little further. So uh, like 510 to get there. Okay, so she'll see Val... So okay. let's just, um, okay, she sees Val. She, she can't really see the crow from there. She sees that fucking clown. Let me just look at these spells. She is still concentrating on confusion. Thank you. I would have ruined something. Um, yeah, that's a lot of confusion stuff. Okay, let's do uh, one healing word. Let's go level two healing word on, correct me if I'm wrong, spells can't go up to five, right? Or is it four? If I'm bonus actioning a spell. Uh, what did we say? We said five, right, Leah? Or was we it said four? Up to, you said up to uh, a two and a three. I think we said... No, no I it was two. It was four. It was four. Okay. It's still fireball, but you can only do like a one level for anything else. Yeah, that's we were using fireball as our base. Yeah, so let's do four for now. If I'm incorrect, I'm sorry. No, that's all good. Okay, so I'm going to do uh, just a level one healing word on Val, and she'll be like, really? 
Uh, so that's seven. Okay. You're not dead. Come back. Val is conscious. And then, not 70. That would have been fun. Um, and then she is going to drop a fireball. Um, if I go behind the Jarl, can I hit these? Can I hit Staff Boy, Other Giant, and Jarl? Let's just see. So, you can hit... You might hit us. Yeah, you would hit... Oh, I'm trying to get aerial view of it. You either hit Nova and those three. Actually, you've got to be able to see the point that you're shooting to. True. Yes, so, you can't really like, lob it. Yeah, to hit this point, you can't. But you, to hit this point, you could hit everybody, but you would also hit Mary, Gord, and those those two. How much move does she have? Could she go a bit more to the right and try and get that? She's got four more squares. So one, two, three, like this way, or sorry. Ooh, I was thinking, uh, sorry, to your east, if we're looking, yeah. One, two, three. She could see, still only to get there, she could still only see to there. So let's put the point there. Um... Straight line because the Yarl is pretty fucking big, right? That's the whole point. She goes there, straight line. She can see to there. What about hitting the dude in the back to hit those three? To hit like this guy? Yeah. You could easily hit these three. Yeah, why don't we do it? Like, if yeah, you let's do go, it. If you go there, board. you hit these three. Oh, and he's dead. Great. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll do that. I'll just hit those three. Okay. Does confusion have any effect on anything beyond like the movement? Like, does it have any effect on their saves? No. I'll okay. double check that, but I was in the impression it didn't. Okay. Deck saves coming down. Uh, oh, wild magic search. And let's do some fun. Come on, let's do some fun. Give us some Five. wild magic. Damn it. Oh. I love it though. I know it's so fun. <laughs> uh, okay. So, fifteen eight. And four. Deck save is 17, so I'll take full. Okay. Okay. Eight D6 coming at you. Four. One is five. Plus six is 11. Plus four is 15. 17. 22. 28. 32. 32 points to each. Good to go. I think that's the first damage any of those guys has taken. So, yeah, bonus move action. All done. That's it. Okay. End of Lavender's turn takes us to the Jarl. Okay. Hmm. What do we do here? I should have used friends. 
if he Yeah, that would get everybody, wouldn't it? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30? Hell yeah. That's perfect. Uh, okay. Uh, you see the Jarl uh, in his enlarged form uh, lift up the axe in one hand and you see uh, on it etched across the face of on both sides of the face of this axe you see uh, another Jotun rune, this giant rune of power begin to glow with this blue that turns almost white and he brings it high above his head and he swipes straight across and it creates this incredible wave of, of wind and arctic cold uh, almost like that of a, of a white dragon's breath. And he swipes across and sends this wave of cold uh, hitting Mary, Dahlia, Hondo, Lav, and Valentine. Yeah, everyone to make constitution saving throws. Oh. Twenty-four. Success. Seventeen. Uh, you're safe, Brock. But good job. Reassuring. <laughs> Twenty-one for Val, fifteen for Lav. Uh, success fail for Lav. Okay. Just fail. Hondo. Thirteen. Uh, thirteen is a fail as well, but you are resistant, so you're fine. Uh, so, Lavender and Hondo are the two that failed. Uh, you are still stunned, so you can't take actions or reactions, but you are naturally resistant, so you're in the success group, essentially. Lavender takes a full 45 points of cold damage. Oof. Everyone else is going to take 22. Val is down. My have? That's your have version, uh, Kev, is 22. Fuck, Valentine hasn't done anything in this fight yet. I'm sorry, man. He talked a bit. Oh, Dahlia, come on, man. I need you. Yeah, sorry, Scott. You just, you're the focus. It's all good. I hate doing it, but it's what they would do. Retreat. Um, you can't even say anything, bud. <laughs> you are frozen in place. Uh, so that was 22 to everybody and 45 to Lavender. I need Lavender to make a constitution saving throw. Yep. To With advantage, or is she Warcaster or no? Not Warcaster, but she has a lot. 19? Uh, that is a fail. Oof. Uh, DC 22, unfortunately, with the half damage. So his uh, confusion, confusion drops. Oh, I said confusion. Like confusion fades. And that will end the Jarl's turn, holding his position there, and take us to the three giants. These three giants... One is going to move up in combat with Gord and Mary, technically. This one is going to uh, just going to throw from here, and this one's going to move into combat with Nova. And at advantage, attack Nova. Uh, that'll hit. Although Nova uh, is going to reaction and parry for that one. Second attack. Oh, 
That misses. Hey, look at you. Go Nova. Good job. Uh, this one against Gord. Two great axe attacks against you. First strike. Uh, natural 16. Yeah, 25 to hit Gord. You suffer uh, 24 points of slashing. Can I do a hellish rebuke? Hell yeah, you can. Fuck yeah, good call. Use your reaction. I have to make a dexterity save. A natural one. Nice. Uh, so that is a level five hellish rebuke. Uh, so I think it's like five or six D10 fire. It should tell you. Can't find it. I forget where it is. <laughs> it should still be in your spells, alphabetic, I think, or it, it might be high on the list for being a first. I don't remember. I can pull it up. Oh, fuck! Pressure's on. <laughs> uh, oh, I found it. Okay. What am I looking for? <laughs> Dexterity. No, yeah, you're. Uh, what's the damage? Uh, 6d10. Perfect. Roll 6d10 fire against this guy. Right. 36. Woo, Jesus. Nice, that's real good. Yeah, that's a big hit on him. Uh, he's, uh, he's not, you know, he, he's looking to hurt, but not on death's door. As he brings down his second strike... Which is a 16. Uh, that is my AC. That is going to hit then. Uh, for an additional... Oh, no. No, my D12s failed me. Uh, 12 points of slashing damage. And that'll end his turn. Ends his turn. And this one's going to throw an ice cold block... At let's throw it at oh, I can't hit lavender. Can't hit Allie. Mary it is. Coming your way. Okay. Oh fuck. Uh, thirteen is gonna Ooh. be a miss. Duck out of the way. Yeah, it's a big lumbering hunk of ice. You are rather speedy and easily dodge it. That'll end all their turns. Take us to the top of the round. I need everyone to make constitution saving throws as another pulse of frigid cold radiates around the room. Hondo and Mary, I shouldn't have had you guys roll. You guys are resistant. You are safe from this effect. Oh, I rolled so good. (laughs) Uh, But everyone else must make con saves. Got 16. You're good. Should I take a death save for this? Uh, It does count as a pulse of of cold energy that you cannot resist. So unfortunately, one death save gone. Bell rolled 14. Lav- or sorry, Lav, Lav rolled 14. Uh, she's good. And Allie? 23. Yeah, you're fine. Uh, that's everybody. My side is fine. Okay, let's top. Mary, you're up. Oh, fuck. Okay. Um... You are now just a Point of order. You're in combat with the Jarl, obviously, but you're also in combat with this guy uh, just by range. Oh, fuck. Okay. And uh, that's pretty much it. You're out of combat with him. Valentine is 10 feet from you, and I don't know what else you're going to try, but... 
There's not a lot I can do. Fuck me. I guess I'm just going to hit this guy. Do what you do best, baby. You're going to hit the Jarl? Yeah. Okay. Yes. He's starting to look a little beat up. I got disadvantage on the first one. Thank you. Get for out of the way. I only rolled. I rolled two nines, but is is what's his face giving you advantage there? I guess it doesn't matter. It's two nines. Uh, yeah, it, he does actually give you advantage. Oh, so it would have been a straight roll, flanking, but, but it's the same roll, so it doesn't actually matter. So that's a twenty. A nope. twenty. Nice. No, twenty-one. Uh, still hits. <laughs> plus twelve with mages bane. I've been fucking adding plus eleven in my head. God damn it. Uh, yeah, your guys' proficiency went up. Does this like, give you a crit if you're like this with him? No, I get, I mean, I would get sneak attack, but I get it anyway. Oh, great. Yeah. Sorry, not crit, sneak attack. Yeah. Okay. That's, ooh, that's really good damage. Uh, with sneak, that's 11. Uh, that's 18, 19... 26 points of damage on the first one. Okay, okay, okay. Um, oh, fuck, I don't want to blow these, but... I... Blow them. Use them. Okay, uh, I'm going to make this one... Uh, actually, you know what? No, I, I can't do it because I roll my damage, but if I hit on the next one, which we'll see. 20? Uh, 20 to hit? Yep, yep. Hits. Okay. And we'll make this one a menacing attack. I don't know if it'll work. So whiz save. Menacing, okay. Yep. Uh, that is eighteen. That's my DC. Fuck. Sorry. Ew. Wisdom is actually not so bad for the arrow. Seventeen points of damage. But that'll do. Did you did you add your psychic damage? Yes, I did. I only rolled a two on my psychic damage. I uh, always feel like I should say it. Yeah, yeah. no. I, I remember now there was like five sessions where I forgot, but now it's my D4 sitting out, so I'll remember. Uh, and offhand. Okay, bonus action. That's a 26. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's definitely starting to feel the wear and tear. This is not going to be near as good damage because it's I rolled a one on my d6. Hey, so that's seven points of damage. Every bit helps. Every bit helps. And I can't really go anywhere without provoking opportunity attacks, right? And uh, I'm giving and I'm giving what's his fuck uh, flanking here, right? So technically, yes, you are flanking okay. with Nova uh, on the Yarl. Oh, so I should have huh? rolled those an advantage. Let me just see if I can get a crit. Nope. Nope. Okay, we're good. <laughs> uh, okay, you're gonna end your turn then. Yeah, I'm not gonna go anywhere. Uh, I'll okay. just she'll just look over very nervously at Val. Uh, at the end of your turn, uh, he the crow is going to. S- can I see? Hmm. I can't see Valentine. Uh, I'm gonna send a uh, fucking what's it called frostbite towards Mary again in con save. Get that con. 20 total. Yep, that's nice. Pretty pretty good. But that takes us to his turn. He is going to pop out of his little hidey hole. Little nest. That's a good word. That's a good term. Little nest. Now I've used that. Hmm. 
Let's see here. Oh yeah. Used two charges that Gord immediately fucked me on. <laughs> so that's gone. Let's see. Oh, oh, that sucks. <laughs> what do I have here? Now you have one death save, yeah? Mm -hmm. The crow summons some magic in his uh, extended hand with the ring of winter, and you watch as a uh, an apparition of, of frost in the same shape as his like, clawed hand reaches forth, and he summons. And lavender counterspell this. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60. She is outside of range. Oh, God. <laughs> As he summons a Bigby's hand. Oh, okay, okay, okay. This fucked us up last time. Yep. Uh, so range is 120 feet. You create a Yeah. Summons a Bigby's hand. No, uh, I don't have. That's so invisible. I can't even see it. I'm standing here. What's a good Bigby's hand? Let's use this. Bigby's hand summons Bigby's hand over top of an unconscious Valentine. Ooh, not great. And is going to use the clenched fist to strike down at his unconscious form. It is a melee spell attack uh, that is going to be I'll use his spell attack modifier. A 19 to hit. My AC is 19. Oh. Manages to pierce through your AC. You take a number of damage. It doesn't really matter. But as it's a melee attack, two death saves. I'm dead. You see the crow triumphantly stride forward, hands aloft, and say, Finally. It took a while. You're hardier than I gave you credit for. All of you are. But you see just waves of, like, exhaustion fall away. He says, the bitch's toy is gone. And that'll end his turn. Scord, you're up. Um, 
What's the? Is that a frost giant standing right in front of me? Yeah, this guy. Movie? This guy's a frost giant. This guy's a frost giant, and this is a real big frost giant. But you're right here in front of this guy. He's technically like in range with you in combat. Okay, I'll turn to the big one. Mm-hmm. This guy and cast dominate monster. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh, dominate monster is what kind of save? Um, wisdom. A wisdom Good move. He's not bad at wisdom. Let's see. On. <laughs> I want. I wish I had you know a dice cam sometimes, because that was set on a natural twenty for just the longest millisecond before rolling to a two. Oh. Good. It's good. A nine total. Fuck yes. Brings Gord to concentration on hold or uh, dominant. I think it's a hard concentration. As the Jarl falls under Gord's spell. Used it on the Jarl? Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, let's read out what Dominate Monster does. Can you attempt... Your... Yeah, you go. You attempt to beguile a creature you can see within range. Uh, oh, uh, it does have advantage as you're fighting it. If the creatures you are, uh, if you are, or creatures you are friendly to are fighting it, it has advantage on the saving throw. But a three is also bad. Good. A two and a three. That's crazy. All right. While the creature is charmed, do you have a telepathic link with it as long as the two of you are on the same plane? Check. You can use this telepathic link to issue commands to the creature while you are conscious. No action required. It does its best to obey. You can specify a simple or general course of action, such as attack that creature, run over there, fetch that object. If it completes the order and doesn't receive further direction from you, it defends itself to the best of its ability. You can use your action to take total and precise control and then it, it can't do anything other than exactly what you say. But with this, you can issue a telepathic command to the Jarl, which is? Uh, I was going to tell it to attack the crow in the corner. You got it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. With the energies, the dark necromantic energies coursing through you from Orcus and through this book of vile darkness, a uh, this terrifying tome you utilize a high level powerful magic and rend this creature's mind to your will immediately its blade kind of slips to its side you see it lacks in form look to Gord all of you watch it look towards Gord and give a a solid nod and begin to turn but it's not his turn yet so that is Gord's action and Gord, you're concentrating on this effect. Do I do anything with a bonus or movement? Um, yeah, I'll probably just move back like into the corner a bit. Uh, I will say you will take an attack of opportunity from this guy if you go, but... Yeah, that's fine. Okay. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, like 30 over here? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's take a swipe with... This guy. Oh, fuck. Uh, oh, actually, there's a 17 hit. Yep. 
Okay. And just to pierce through. Oh, wait. That's not the right dice. Uh, you take 12 points of slashing damage. Then you make a constitution saving throw. Nineteen. Yeah, that's that's good. That's that pretty very good. important. That's very yeah. important and very good. Oh, Gort, Gort's having a night here, man. That would have been a real sad turn for you if that had gone away. <laughs> oh man. Gort's having a fucking night. Okay. To be uh, fair, Brock has like a long history of his cool shit never working. Not going so I'm plan. so happy that it's all finally working. Yeah, every one of your big like special spells you've got from all these crazy items has worked perfectly tonight. Uh, so, good job, Brock. Uh, that'll end your turn, though, and take us to Hondo. Hondo, for the love of God, roll an intelligence saving throw with advantage. <laughs> Come on, Hondo. <laughs> Come on, Hondo. I'm cheering for you, for fuck's sakes. Okay. Hey, all right. That's a success. But roll hey. again, just to see if it's higher. Just for good measure. No. <laughs> it's all good. Regardless, Hondo, at the end of your turn, unfortunately. The, you can join the fight. The stun effect fades. You see Valentine dead, blood scattered across the ice before you as this icy fist with these clawed fingers hovers kind of in the space directly beside and above him. Uh, to your left, Dahlia is stunned in the same way you have been. And right behind you, Lavender is preparing for a fight. You see the Mind Flare engage with Allie. You do see the Jarl kind of lax and beginning to uh, uh, move away from the engagement with Mary and Nova. Uh, and you can just make out the signs of the crow at the far end of the room. But that is going to end your turn. You can start thinking about what you're going to do on your next turn. As it is now the Mind Flare's turn. Oh, boy. With Allie directly in front of it, does it get its Mind Blast back? Oh, it does. Hell yes. I'm rolling real good on the old get my shit back rolls. No. You roll a d6 and take, if you hit a 5 or a 6, you get your shit back. If Hondo gets fucking Mind Blast. <laughs> I want to do it because that's what they would do, but I feel so bad. I can't, you know? <laughs> I, just, I just can't. There's so many times that Hano gets like just shut down in a fight. <laughs> uh, okay, but I do have it back, but I can't move anywhere lest Alana fuck my shit up. So, mm, let's do this instead. Uh, Allie, mm-hmm. the creature directly in front of you. Rather, you see it kind of reel and look around the space. It's it's alien eyes and this big pulsating, purpley skinned, like massive cone head, uh, and these massive tentacles. Uh, scan the space rather quickly, and then make a rash decision. And its tentacles and its like weird, horrid uh, alien mouth open wide and lunges forward towards you. <gasps> uh, where is my dice? No, my good dice. That dice, yes. Tentacle attack. A 21 to hit? Yep, that hits. Okay. You suffer. 
you suffer 14 points of psychic damage, which is the one thing you're not uh, resistant to. Is it halved? No. You take a full 14 points of psychic damage, and you are grappled by the tentacles. It holds on to you, and I need you to make an intelligence saving throw. Okay. Come on, Lena. Oh, I'm so nervous. Oh my gosh. Come on. 18? I think I'm... It's enough? That's enough, but tell me the total. It's zero. Yeah, 18. God damn. Very uh, important. You That's are exciting. still, you are grappled, and he's, you can feel the tentacles are, and, and its mouth is just wrapped around your head, trying to get at the back of your skull while holding you in place. And it continues to try, but you can only do so uh, once right now. And that is going to end its turn as it does that. It is now one of the giant with the staff. No, he's dead. No, he's over here. That's where he is. Uh, let's see. Nova there. I guess yeah, he may as well just keep attacking Nova. No longer an advantage, though. That's a good point. It's a very good point. Because that, too, sucks. And this roll is a five. Fuck me sideways. Uh, okay. Good call on that, Leah. Uh, that guy ends his turn just trying to attack Nova, but as Nova recognizes the Jarl seeming to turn to your side, uh, he turns his full attention to protecting himself against this frost giant at his back and uh, protects himself from harm. That'll end his turn and take it to Nova's turn. Nova? Hmm. Nova's gonna just fucking leave this guy and go fuck the crow up. What do you what do you do that? Yeah, that was what Valentine said to do. So he rushes forward. He's gonna risk the attack of opportunity. Uh, actually, that fucking attack of opportunity hits the natural nineteen. Nova suffers twenty-four, thirty points of damage, and has to make con save. Uh, oh. Uh, Mary, you feel the cold suddenly um, hit you a little harder no. as your protection falls. But Nova gets up on the crow and is going to hit. Where's Nova? Yeah, with a 23. He'll hit, but the crow is going to teleport away. So there. But Nova does deal some damage to him. Hmm. Okay, it takes him to that, and that, and he has to make con save. Sorry, there's a lot of shit going on over here. Uh, Got him out of his hidey hole, that's good. He manages, wow, he just manages to maintain concentration. That was close. Yeah, he's out of the out of the hiding hole. Manages to maintain concentration on Bigby's hand. Uh, and But did take some damage. Starting to look a little, looking a little hurt as he's kind of constantly on the move. Uh, he's now up in the upper left corner for you guys, right corner for me. Uh, kind of midway, actually. But it ends Nova's turn. It takes us to Alana. 
You are currently grappled. So you have to use an action to escape if you want okay. to. Uh, yeah, I will escape. Okay. Okay. Uh, nine. Uh, so it's a, um, uh, F, wait, why is there a DC? Grappled. Yeah. So it's athletics check. Oh, okay. Just good for you. Woo, 19. Yeah. So you manage to just pull apart the tentacles and you actually like you feel some tear as you rip them out and uh, and and manage to break free of the grapple um you have to use your full action to do so uh but you are no longer being harried by the the uh mind flare and you can see some like tears rips along the the mouth and along each of the tentacles you can see like striations where you've actually physically pulled them apart But that is your action. You still have a bonus and movement if you want. Okay. Uh, I'm going to stay there and just kind of prepare again because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep attacking him. Okay. And he's still marked, right? It doesn't he, yeah, fade? He's still, yeah, he's still marked. Um, as far as I know, until he, until it's used, like until he goes to try and attack somebody else or until you hit him again, I forget. But as far as I know, he's still marked. Okay, cool. So we'll leave it at that. That's the end of your turn. And in my turn. Okay. Uh, Valentine is Gonzo. Takes us to Lavender. Can Lav see the crow in the corner there? Uh, from this position, no. Just the angle that the Jarl actually blocks him, but like literally moving to like up, up a little bit out of combat, but like a little bit over this way. He's still a long ways away, but she can see him. Perfect. Let's do it. Do you want to know the distance? Not really. Because okay. uh, fireball is 150 feet. 60, He is almost 100, but you're fine. Uh, I'm going to level six fireball. Okay. You summon the energies of fireball, and the mind flare is going to attempt a counterspell. Okay. Uh, and that is a success with a 18. Does that provoke an attack of opportunity at all with Brawly? No, it's just a reaction spell. It's not a, uh, unless you had mages, uh, no, what is it? There's a feat you can take um, that would Mage give her. Slayer? Mage Slayer, that's it. Okay, uh, then she will bonus action uh, inspire Hondo? Hondo? I think he just will always need it. Uh, when does Dal go? Dahlia is... Has she been failing all these saves? Poor Dahlia. Yeah, she's, she's been failing. She's fail- She's actually... She's next. But I don't know her. Um, so she'll just inspire... Hondo. Inspire Hondo. Okay. Thank you. Hondo is inspired. Uh, action, bonus action. You've only moved technically like five feet. Um, and guess what? She doesn't have counterspell. I don't. I think I just got in my head that she did. She does not have that. I didn't think so she did. We, we never need to consider that. I didn't um, think she did. <laughs> it's just bards got in my head. Uh, so I'm going to move her back a ways. She'll just move like two steps back. Let's put her back in like just a little bit of cover kind of on the sides, but not fully yes. down the tunnel. 
As long as she can still see Brawly. Can you see her? Oh, yeah. Okay. You can still see her. Yeah, she is full sight on Brawly. Okay, great. Then she's good. Okay. Uh, that's the end of Lavender's turn. That does take us to Dahlia. Come on, save. There we go. She didn't need you at all. I've never learned her name. Never cared. That's okay. But she shakes free, finally, of this effect. And for the first time in this fight, similar to Hondo, uh, begins looking around the room and just trying to assess everything and sees poor Valentine fallen. Looks over to see Nova, but she can't quite make him out. Sees Mary, looks back and sees Brawly. And she steps forward with her staff in hand, the Moonstone top, and is going to risk an attack of opportunity from this giant. Who misses, thankfully. That would have been embarrassing. Um, And she, with the Moonstone, reaches down grabs hold of Valentine by the breastplate and taps the moonstone to his forehead and says, you're not done yet and casts Revivify on Valentine. Oh, didn't know if these guys had that. <sighs> Dahlia, where are you? Checky check. Dahlia, I love your reaction so much. <laughs> you're always on mute and they're always so smoke open. on camera. It would just be so loud. I have to mute. <laughs> That's one thing. If, we, if we played in person, we would clip mics all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, Val, you look up into Dahlia's face after taking a pretty big beating here. And she smiles Oof. and says, get out there. Use that blade. Come on. We need you. Okay. Yeah. And she oh. begins to help hoisting you to your feet, but on your turn, you will Thank stand. Thank you. Uh, that takes us to the Jarl's turn. The Jarl has been dominated and told to attack the crow. Fuck him, Jarl. Oh. Fuck him. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. How much can a giant move? 40, apparently. I think that's... I don't know if the Jarl has more. That's the basic giant. He, 40 for him. But that puts him in range. Come on, Jarl. Uh, Mary, you're kind of actually, Mary and Gord are the only two who really witness the sense of fear suddenly wash over the crow as the Jarl with a head of steam turns and charges at him. And the Jarl is going to take his attacks. Takes two big, heavy swings at the old crow. There's another dice there. Two strikes. Come on, baby. Uh, that one definitely hits. Where's my Yarl at? There you are. Uh, a 27 certainly hits. <laughs> oh my god. And a 20 total also hits. Actually, sorry, only the first is going to hit. Oh, he used his reaction already. So, yeah, both are going to hit. Ooh, yeah, that's right. Use his reaction. I kind of forgot about that, actually. Kyle's too smart for you, Kyle. <laughs> and he takes, actually, he does not take that. So, that's not so bad. 
23. Oh, Jesus. Uh, 57 points of damage. Good job. Good job. Um, seemingly immune to the cold damage that comes with some of these attacks. But, nonetheless, a big, hefty attack. Uh, con save... Well, one success. Oh, two success. Okay. Maintains concentration through that, amazingly. Uh, 57. Okay. Takes him, uh, Mary and Gord. You can both see the crow looks pretty fucking hurt right now. He is not looking happy, and he is very much taken by surprise that this bastard just turned on him. <laughs> and that's going to end the Jarl. It takes us to our three giants. Hmm. Uh, giant number one. Do they see, oh my god, our Jarl's attacking different people now. We should turn, too. <laughs> they are not even that smart. <laughs> oh, I thought they'd be so stupid it would work. No. Uh, too dumb to be that smart. Let's see. Attack on Mary, attack on Nova, and... Oh, wait, it's not his turn. He's still over here. It's this guy's turn. This guy's gonna spin over. Attack on Allie. And this guy is just going to throw at you guys. So, one attack on Ali. It's uh, definitely going to hit. Ali, take. Oh, shit. Uh, uh, 35 reduced to 17 points of damage. Okay. Second strike. Uh, that is probably going to miss a 15 total. Uh, yeah, I have a 16. Okay, wow, just miss. Uh, misses on the second. The two against Mary. Uh, yeah, both are going to hit 24 and 26. Mary, yeah. Yeah, of course. They're above 20. Yeah, just double check. I know you have some like reactions sometimes that could do some. It only takes off damage not to hit. Oh, okay. 23. Uh, 28 points of damage. Okay. And... Uh, 27 points of damage. Oof. Yeah, those are good. I was doing well. Man, I love D12s. They always roll so good. Get some D12s, party. I have the worst uh, luck with D12s. It's always so low. <laughs> man, my D12, like, I've rolled I've rolled maybe one or two attacks tonight that have been kind of like all ones and twos, which have kind of sucked. But for the most part, like, nine plus every roll. Jesus. It's crazy. Uh, that'll end all of their turn. Take us to the top of the round. Everyone in the room except Hondo. Any constitution saving throws? As the cold. This one I don't roll as good on. Yeah, you failed this one, like, once or twice, which is kind of weird. No, I, I've always succeeded this one. I failed the whole you get disadvantage on your next attack things. My two guys are good. Uh, Allie, you're probably fine. Yep. Uh, oh, 17. 17. Scott? Yeah, Scott? <laughs> I'm out. 
What'd you roll? Uh, I rolled a five. Oh. I'm like, thank you so... <laughs> and then uh, Lavrol 10. Is that the DC? T- 10 is the DC, yeah. Okay, so she's good. Do you still have the inspiration or anything? Mm-mm. Jesus. Oh God. I'll be back. I'll be back. Don't worry. I'll be back. <laughs> well, you're not dead at least. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, that is top of the round. Mary, you're up. I'm going to go dump a potion in Val's face because he needs to do something this fight. <laughs> okay. Don't even, don't even worry. I'll be back. <laughs> no, I'm definitely right. going to do it. Uh, he's going to take a reaction attack against you, Mary. Yeah, I don't care. It's fine. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, natural 19. Definitely hits. Oh, okay, well, maybe this will actually hurt more than I thought it would. Uh, yeah, again. Uh, 24 points of damage. Ooh. Okay, cool. I have just in double digits. Um, I went from 90 to 11. Real quick. It happens real quick. In, it in happens two real rounds. Quick. Yep. Oh, no, two oh, rounds. Yeah. Two turns. Um, okay, yeah, I'm going to give Val a potion. Okay, that's your action. Yep, and say, gotta get the fuck off. Your uncle's not doing good. Um, Have we started? Do we start a fight? <laughs> I'm gonna second wind. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I rolled bad. That's fine. It's still 14 points of healing. <sighs> so 25. Um, oh, I haven't rolled potion. Uh, 2d4 plus 2. Right? Uh, for a regular, yes. Yeah, it's just a regular. Do you guys have any big ones left? I don't think no, so. No, I think this might be one of the last ones we have. Wow. I think so. Uh, Shopping Nine drink. points of damage. I'm oh, sorry, nine, nine points health? of healing. <laughs> you hurt me. Mary healing. stabs you with the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Bust Very it open. Yeah. <laughs> Bar fight style. Uh, how much more movement do I have, Kyle? Uh... 25. You literally stepped like... Oh, no, you did, did use 10 feet. Sorry. So, 20. Oh. Um, I'm just going to go north a little bit. Up around that corner. Sorry, north around... Around the corner towards, towards the computer. Or, yeah. yeah, okay. So, towards Gord. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20. Yeah, I'm gonna. I don't think I can see him. I think the Jarl's too big. Uh, you, you technically could, but like through two giants and the Jarl, I would give him probably half cover. I'm not gonna do it this turn. I was just thinking for next turn. Okay, and you manage to skirt around his uh, range, so you are safe from that. Is at the end of your turn? I don't know anything else I can do. It's now the crow's turn. Technically, I'm just looking at heroism. Until the spell ends. It says uh, we get it's the not, 10 hit points at the start of each of its turns. It's, it's not, not heroism. Heroism is oh, a different thing she has. It's like the effect gotcha, of gotcha, heroism gotcha, for the fear gotcha, and gotcha, stun gotcha, effect. Gotcha. It's a single thing for the item. Okay. But more importantly, the crow looks up in the face of the Jarl. And as I said, Marion Gord, you see fear on his face for the first time this entire fight. Since actually for the first time you've battled this figure he shouts across the battlefield says Varak it's time we go 
and he begins to cast a spell, summoning the magic to his hands. I'll try and counterspell that. Why not? Can I see him? From I'd your, like to do something. <laughs> you you can see him, basically, from your prone form as Mary pulls you back up. <laughs> You are 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60 feet from him. What's 60 foot range? On. Also, yeah. since the mind flare is in front of me, like if he's like about to move, do I get an attack of opportunity? If he moves, you if will. If he teleports, no. Oh, if he really? teleports, no. But it's if he moves, automatic, yes. yeah. But, Valentine. Fifth level camera spell? Roll is a plane shift spell. Ooh, 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 ooh. So, uh, so what do I roll? D20? DC 17. I need you to roll a charisma check. Come on. Okay. Just straight check. Mm, not great. Uh, 13. Oh. 13 total? Yep. And uh, I used a plus five if that changes anything. Level five. Uh, no, it would have to be. It would have to supersede the level of the spell or equal okay. the level of the spell. Unfortunately, your counter spell fizzles <gasps> and the crow disappears. Mm. Fuck! Does Varak disappear? Nope. Hmm? <sighs> so let's wipe up with Varak. That is going to end the crow's turn. He's no longer here. Cord, you're up. I am going to cast False Life on myself. Okay. That's cool. Uh, level two. Little temporary HP. Yeah. Uh, I think. Is False Life. Do you have False Life because of your pact? I think you can only cast it as first level but if you have if you have uh, the level part of the staff of orcus oh i'm sorry i'm sorry okay go ahead you do you this says when you cast this spell using a spell slot of second level or higher you gain five additional temporary hit points isn't the staff don't you have to use your staff points and not your spell slots to cast that yeah but it, yeah i think i wrote it in the staff as a second level so it takes a charge or two as a second level so auto cast as a second level uh so you can do that as an action. One D four plus four. Uh, yeah, and then additional five. You said for a second level. Ooh. That's your action. Are you doing anything with a bonus? really think past this. <laughs> <laughs> What's your health at right now? 15. Oof. But now I have You're temporary, all low. temporary hit points. Okay, that's good, that's good. Um, yeah, I don't think you have any like bonus damage or anything. What's left? Just the trolls, I guess? You've got, Just, yeah, you've got three, actually, you've got all four of the, the giants, the big, big giant, who is actually kind of pretty hurt and under your control, so really, you can issue, as part of your turn, issue a new command, because mm. the crow is no longer here. Okay, I'll just tell him to attack the other guys. So. Yep. 
and yeah, the Mind Flayer is here. Tr- uh, giant, 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 and your controlled giant. So are you going to stay where you are up here? Yeah. Okay, then it's your turn. Hondo, you're up. You're right here. I'm... Should I do this? Where's the Mind Flare? In yes, the Hondo. Right yes. here. <laughs> Where am I? Sorry. To be... You are uh, right here. You're 5, 10, 15, 20 feet from him. I'm going to go up to him about 10 feet. God, I'm, I'm scared. Going... So we meet again, my friend. And I call you a friend with the truest meaning of the word. <laughs> I know you did not agree last time, but I offer you one more chance. Let us join and fight these fools. Okay, make your persuasion check as your action. This is your action, Kevin. (laughs) You wake up and you're- I'm stunned later. (laughs) (laughs) That's it, that's okay. It's a four on the dice. Oh. <laughs> and I, I died. <laughs> so wait, this was persuasion, right? And the bad yeah, yeah, got yeah. away. Plus, plus your your persuasion. Right? So seventeen. So that's pretty, pretty good. good. That's pretty yeah. good. That's pretty good. Oh my god! Uh, you see the mind flare. Actually, it's his turn next. So that works out pretty well. Uh, Jesus, so he is. Not yet to respond unless you are done your turn. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, That's your action I, to try and persuade him. Okay, yeah, so I still have bonus and movement, right? Yeah, you move 10 feet, so you still have 20 more feet of movement if you want. Um, before, for, for bonus action, mm-hmm. do I have a, one of my healing is a bo- I can use as a bonus, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got healing mm-hmm. word. All right, I'll use it on, uh, Mr. Valentine. Oh, okay. So weird, weird play. It's so weird. <laughs> uh, okay. What do you say to Val to heal him up? I say, um, prepare to I, die. I, I will say, while I am making new friends, old ones are still appreciated. Okay. <laughs> uh, so roll. Uh, are you doing just first level? Uh, yeah. So roll one d four plus your. Charisma of three. And are you going to stay there or move your rest of your 20 feet? I'm going to move back now 20 feet. Like back where you were? Yeah. Okay. Five health to me. Thank you. Okay. Uh, the end of your turn. It is now the Mind Flayer's turn. And you hear within your mind, Hondo says, mm-hmm. We will never be friends. <laughs> and he begins to cast a spell. Oh, and Hondo can't spell it. <laughs> He, he has disadvantage. Not on plane shift. God, are they seriously all going to get away? He no, we still got some stuff to clean up. Ugh. He plane mm. shifts away. Fuck. Ugh, that's so rude. I got closure. I'm happy. No, you, you did didn't. Get, you did get closure. Yeah, yeah, he'll never try that again. again. <laughs> he'll never try that again. The guy's pretty like honest about it, too. It wasn't rude. That's going to end his turn. Uh, it is now Nova's turn. He's going to rush up against this guy. Get this boo. Try and just finish 
finish off the rest of these giants. Uh, yeah, two big hits. Good job. Take some damage. Ah. All right. Like 40, 42 points of damage. Good job. Against that guy. Uh, okay, staff guy is looking looking pretty hurt. It's going to end Nova's turn and take us to Allie. Allie, your Mind Flare associate has fled the coop, but you do have a giant directly on your back here. You see the crow has gone and the remaining three giants and the turn giant on your side still around. So she's frustrated, so she's just like, Ugh! so she takes her hammer and turns around and goes to whack the guy behind her. Yep. Roll on tech. Okay. 28 to hit. Mm-hmm. That'll hit. <laughs> oh my. Okay. This guy actually looks pretty good. He hasn't really taken a whole lot of damage over here. 19 damage. Okay. And second attack, 30 to hit. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah, god. Hit. Oh my. And 22 damage. Uh, okay. Still, that guy actually looks pretty good still. Like, not, not, not too uh, sturdy, but not dead yet. That's your action. Yeah, and um, just because she's pissed, uh, she's going to mark him again. Okay. You mark that guy. Yeah. You got it. Oh, and that's it. Well, and Alana's turn takes two, Valentine. I'm very disoriented, very confused. Uh, can you just point to where I am? I guess I'll you, stand up. You stand up. Stand clutch. up beside Hondo and Dahlia. Um, I will fire a fireball right in between those two giants north of me, just south of the, the glowing thing. Yeah, these two right here? Yeah. Yeah, easy enough. Nobody obstructing. Let's make this a... Oh, wow, was I doing that over here? Sorry. Clear. Uh, a um, 14 and a 9. Sweet. Uh, a level 6. Let's just use everything. Okay. That's my last level. Oh, sorry, I don't have that. I have another five, though, so let's use that. Yeah, you only have the one six, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I used um, the math suggestion on that. So, ten... D6. Damn. Seven. It hits both, for sure. Plus eight is 15. Ooh. 25 30 39 39 That's okay yeah. well uh, this guy is just incinerated you see one of them fall completely the other is that guy uh, he looks very singed and very hurt and starting to look very confused uh, more so than they did already and then bonus action, I will inspire Lav mm-hmm. and be like, 
What did I miss? I feel like it's not going great. It's now Lavender's turn. <laughs> Unless you want to move. Nope. And then, um... Lav will... Um... Lav is right there. She's almost invisible. So north of her is a giant, right? Uh, yeah, there's one giant here who's battling Allie. Okay. Just the two others that are not controlled. Lav, let's do something fucking cool. What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? <clears throat> um, Lav will just use your classic... Yeah, fuck it. She'll just do firebolts on this guy in front of her. Okay. It's is it three of them or is it just the one? No, just one. But it's okay, three three D ten damage. Got it. Ooh, eighteen. Probably a hit. Wait, is it three uh double check how many? Yeah, it is three D ten. Okay, okay. Uh you so definitely that's hit. ten. Fourteen. Fifteen. Uh okay. That's her action. And then um she will bonus action, tell Dahlia and be like, hey, thanks for saving my friend. It's a nice place. She thumbs looks up. over and gives a little thumbs up uh, as it is now Dahlia's turn. <sighs> she just looks a little lost. Um, what is she going to do? is my character sheet for her. Um, she should help her boyfriend. I assume they're together. <laughs> you make assumptions. <laughs> um, she is going... Oh, fuck, she had so much cool shit. She got stuck with the stun this whole time. Whose fault she was, was a, that? She Kyle? was a very integral character in this, this episode. <laughs> this is not my fault. What do you want about she was just waiting in the wings for the perfect moment. She had so much good stuff. Um, yeah, well, there's no point in using it now. Uh, uh, yeah, she'll just cure wounds, Valentine. Hmm, that's kind. Uh, where is it? Third level cure wounds. Uh, you heal. Ba, 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 ba. 18 points. Gracias. And she just kind of looks around the battlefield and begins to make her way towards Nova. Ending her turn, the Jarl is up. Come on, Jarl. And the Jarl is going to fuck this guy up <laughs> with one attack. Uh, yep. Uh, hit. Yes, D12s. That knocks this guy out in one hit. Aye. And then it's just going to sweep down here. (laughs) Hello. And swipe down at this fella. Natural 20. Not even going to bother rolling. Such a clutch entire game by Gord. Mm-hmm. Fuck me. Yeah, Gord carried this. That guy down. So he's gone. He's Gord was gone. the equivalent of Hondo and Valentine in this fight. 
<laughs> Just made up for three characters waiting around. <laughs> That'll end his turn and take us to the last remaining giant who's going to hit Allie. Nerve. Uh, with a 21 to hit. He attacks you for uh, 26 points of damage, reduced to 13. Okay. And second strike. Oops. Second strike is, yeah, that's a 24 to hit. Yeah. Hits you for uh, 25, reduced to 12. Your health at, Brawling? Now I'm at 103. Mary, it's your turn. Jesus Christ. Okay. I'm really mad that everyone got away. Not everyone. Well, the important people got away. And uh, this Jarl is still around, and I know eventually he's not going to be our friend anymore. And I have poison arrows that are going to run out soon. He's our friend right now. No, I'm going to shoot him with poison arrows. Oh, I'm wow. so okay. He's yeah, not gonna be Yara. our friend forever, and He's like everyone else is about to die. But wow. he hurt me a lot. We wow. could ask some fun questions. We could ask some fun questions later. We can ask some fun questions. No, because he takes damp. He this only lasts for like a minute, doesn't it? This lasts for an hour. Dominate monster. What? Oh fuck. Ah. Uh... Where's the only one bad guy? Uh, this guy here, fighting Allie. I don't know what to do. Kill this make, fucking guy. Make, make your, last, your decision. Run up to the stupid little giant. <laughs> little Hit giant. Him. 5, 10, 15, 20. Puts you at advantage. They're all terrible. 19, 20? <laughs> yeah, uh, 20. 20 to hit, hits. Yeah. Uh, 17 points of damage with sneak attack. Uh, okay. Still up. Yeah, second attack. A million to hit. It's like 29. Yeah, hits. Seventeen points of damage. Okay, always on death's door. Uh, bonus action, action attack. Action surge. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't need it. I got a bonus action attack. <laughs> Two eighteens. Okay, I love it. Hondo hasn't taken his weapons out <laughs> since he killed that sleeping innocent giant. Twelve points of damage. That'll do it. This guy falls. So, in the interest of time as it's uh, 106 in the morning um, you have the dominated Jarl uh, Gord knows that if he takes damage he gets a chance to save against the spell uh, but it will drop in an hour What do you? how do you want to deal with the Jarl I'd like to ask him some questions can you cast tongues again that's uh, a good question. I have three casts in my sword. Yeah, it's one per spell. So, like, tongues is used that day? The tongues has been used. Gotcha. 
Uh, yeah, um, so. so it's probably gone because I fainted. Uh, I died. Would say, died. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. <laughs> although, yeah. although, although, I will say, Gord's command can just be tell us. Yeah, does he speak common? Yeah, I don't. I think the command can just be whatever. The co- it is a telepathic communication to to command, not necessarily to receive information from him. But he no, but still... he could speak out loud, and we have people who can understand him with a spell. Okay, so if you guys are not going to eliminate him, if you want to continue to use him for whatever purposes and learn, some and then we'll murder him later. We'll murder him later, but or if there's more to to be done with him, we'll end tonight's session here. As you guys, the wild cards with new friends came in hot, but unfortunately were unable to stem the perpetual winter of the crow and, uh, or his mind flare, uh, not assassin, mind flare friend. (laughs) But we'll see where we get on with this next time. Because this is not uh, just yet. Can we talk about how cool this map is? Look how cool this map is. It was a fun map. Thanks for tuning in. Join us next time as the wildcards face loss once more, but with the fate of the Feywild heavy on their shoulders, they're not folding yet. There will be a new episode up every Tuesday, so stay tuned. But until then, keep exploring.